0: Hello, internet. Welcome back to the Fast Triple Lounge. My name is Patrick. You're listening to episode 57. I'm joined by the full gang, Seth, Steve, and Josh. Say hi, everyone.
1: Everything's hi. on fire. Hello, Everything's underwater.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, everything be right. might be on fire for you, but I get to record from the secret underwater level this week uh, due to the flooding in Auckland. Uh, fun times, fun times. Are you trying to beat Josh's uh, record? Of... He like, was like, so in the underwater level.
1: You know, uh, you gotta, oh, gotta, gotta beat his I, time.
0: I thought you were talking about the um the most amount of time that he could spend floating, uh, face down in a pool before the lifeguards decided to pull him out, which I think was <laughs> like an hour. Does it count that I was legally dead?
2: <laughs> Just like that
3: guy's
2: wife. <laughs> hey. Wow. Uh. Anyway, really don't know
0: how to segue out of that one. Thanks, thanks, thanks for that, Steve. You're um, welcome. Other than things being on fire or underwater, how have people been?
3: Yeah, yeah okay, not all at once.
4: they're not. I've been mean, good. I just came back from a, a, a trip down south with the fellas have for a bit of a, a boys' trip, as they call them. Um,. Who and calls them that? We probably had the most bachelor fucking dinner while we were down there, literally oh, cup noodles. Pre- frozen pizzas from Woolworths and like a yeah, box nice. of ice cream each. Nah, <laughs> that. Yeah. Arguably really probably boys. better than cup noodles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. We I had to put the pizzas back in because when we took them out the first time they were still frozen in the middle. If you
3: didn't eat
5: um, them while they were still half frozen in the middle, is it really not a bachelor of dinner?
4: <laughs> yeah, we, um, Yeah, it was too cold, so we're like, nah, we can do this. we're, just, we're it's chuck still it ice. back. Yeah, so I, I, I did something guy, similar pizzas, to
0: pizzas, beers and ice cream. Nice. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of um, something that I did at uni where it was like uh, uh, an event between my uni and Canterbury Uni, which is several hours drive away. So we meet in the middle, in the middle of fucking nowhere. And uh, in the, the depths of winter as well. Where it was so cold that all of the frozen shit we bought we just left in our cars. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that, that would was never work in Just stacks of frozen Australia. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> just stacks of frozen pizza in the back of someone's car. We all just come out, We're just like, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> you can leave it in the back of a car in Australia in winter, and it would be
5: cooked when you got it out. <laughs> would it it would yeah, be yeah. frozen. <laughs> you ever tried it with raw chicken?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You gotta Nothing get that better than
5: that pink chicken, bro. Yeah, you gotta get that salmon of
0: the Ella. That that that, uh, that chicken up. sashimi. Anyway, uh, why don't we jump straight into Run the lunch for this week. Uh, Seth, what have you been up to this week?
1: Uh, I've been moving this week, so I'm going to talk about a game I played last year, which was uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure. Moving and shaking? That's not exactly that's not what you have on the docket at all. You've gaslit us. What do <laughs> I have on the docket? Oh, I've got Crisis Core <laughs> on the docket. Right, yeah. yeah, okay, no, I'll talk about Crisis Core instead. No,
0: you, I want you to talk about <laughs> no, no, both no, of them no, at the no. same time. <laughs> no, well, okay, actually, you know what? I'm with Steve. Talk about both at the same time. All right, every second word should be the opposite one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crisis Core, Final Fantasy 7 is a platformer that stars Sackboy. He
0: uh, is it uh, the, the, the way the, the way that it works <laughs> is is um, if you if you listen to this recording uh, winding forwards, you'll hear him talk about Crisis Core. But if you play it in reverse, you will talk about Sackboy's Big Adventure. Oh, can we do that one time? I don't know how to. I don't know how to, but can we do that? That would take so much
5: coordination, you would not believe. I reckon we can do it. We're, we're, a, we're a hearty team. We can't even start
4: on time, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> don't, the audience isn't meant to know that.
4: They know now. The audience would oh, how hard can it be? Like we'll start off with a train, see how we can good get that together and then try something more advanced <laughs> on that like guys left.)
0: <laughs> Uh. I, feel like, I feel like Steve's, Steve's bloody sub quest this episode is just to drop as many either train jokes or that guy's dead wife jokes. It's currently <laughs> the counts at, I think, two, but follow along at home. And I don't know how this will go, but take a drink every time he says one. And if you're still conscious at the end of the podcast, let us know. Just like that guy's wife. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, all
4: right. We, all right, we, we had a good laugh. We had a good laugh about that guy's wife. Like video games.
0: Let's let's let 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 it uh, let it rest in peace. Um Josh,
2: what have you been up to? <laughs> sorry. I'm fucking dying, you might need to cut that. Sorry, it
4: <laughs> wasn't that funny. No, <laughs> just I just fucking guy's on. rats I, I was been trying there. to
5: drink water and then I started to try and talk and it just did not work. Um That's <laughs> so like that. a peak of Auckland. Well if you if,
3: oh, <laughs> oh, God.
5: Sorry Bro, people died. <laughs> Fucking hell, Steven. Jesus. All right. <laughs> I'll stop. Trains don't run underwater.
0: <laughs> um,
3: Trains don't no, run There was all. a fucked
0: video. There, there, there was a fucked video of people just on a bus, and the bus just starts filling up with water. <laughs> oh, fuck. At what point is it a boat, then?
3: <laughs> it doesn't well, float. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve, oh, I'm going to let
0: you in on a secret. The bus didn't float. It became a shipwreck.
3: It <laughs> got busted.
5: Hey, um, what was the question What was I doing this week? Um, I've been playing <laughs> with my Steam Deck. Uh, I've played a little bit of War Thunder and yeah, pretty much I need the Steam Deck. Been
1: leaking any uh, classified documents? Oh no, my god, oh, I'm I'm to you can't say to. leak.
0: I'm in the middle of a flood, my man.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, War Thunder. Is Thunder close enough to flooding or not? Well, I mean, uh, I did get
0: an amber alert for severe thunderstorms for the next, uh, I don't know, 12 hours. So Thunder's we'll see how that goes. You, it's a lightning uh, that gets No, you. but the, yeah, the, exactly. the, the, the intense downpours that are expected to uh, come along with it might be the ones that hurt. Maybe, but, but that's just bad
5: wording,
4: ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: that's, is, what it is.
4: That's uh, Steve, what have you this week? Uh, me? Uh, what have I been doing? Um, I finished Tunic up last week. I, I got it 100% because I love me some um, gamer scores and some watching some some videos on how to do that. Big shout out to Macca's Guides for providing videos on some of those secrets. But yeah, no, I Tunic. No they
5: did Guides. Do they come with the Happy Meals?
4: Macca's M-A-K-A. Are... It took me a bit too long to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, That's a fun, bro. You said Macca's. That's Australian. Slang. But, yeah, but it's, but
2: it's like Macca. And it's like the uh, ownership. But yeah, Tunic. been playing that.
3: Finished it. Good game.
2: Cool. Uh, I, thanks for asking, uh, have watched the first
3: episodes
0: of... Under, other than learning how to breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how, how's the, uh, the gil to lung transplant going? Is that a Final Fantasy
0: joke? That'd that like was a Futurama, Futurama reference. Ah, yeah. I
5: thought that was a Simpsons reference because the old man Gil. Why couldn't she be the other mermaid with the fish on top and the woman on bottom? <laughs> uh,
0: that's a good episode. Um, I have watched the first two episodes, at least as of right now, the only two episodes of Last of Us, the TV show. Uh, I, I, I have thoughts. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Finished Unbound. I uh, have more thoughts about that. Uh, won't spend too long, but just want to give a couple quick updates on that. And I have progressed through Ragnarok and will just give a little taster, mainly to Sep, as to where I'm up to, uh, to prepare for what will probably be a banger of a conversation sometime in the future. So, uh, cool. I guess that's the agenda for today. Let's see how we go. Um, might as well just do the Ragnarok update now, get that out of the way. Uh, so I've been playing a bit of Ragnarok recently. I... Have oh, I am it's rather just that ab- you're
5: playing Ragnarok while Ragnarok is actively happening to
0: Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Come on. How long were you sitting on that one for? I wasn't. It just occurred to me. <laughs> That's pretty clever. but... the the the, uh, the other good ones have been uh, Avatar 2: The Way of Water with uh, pictures of Auckland. Yeah. Uh, thanks, TikTok. Uh, really, really love that. Um. Which, which was funny, because without even seeing the TikTok video, I thought of that while bloody trudging through uh, shin-deep water uh, to and from my Toyota dealership to drop my car off for a service. Just picked the best timing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm convinced that God picks favorites, and it's never me. Um, anyway. Uh, Were you the there for regular? Toyota-thon?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. so so well, so we time? have a pretty
1: good thing going on for truck month. I don't want to risk that. <laughs> Well, is it Ford no. truck, truck Month's been over for like, what, six months down? Like I, yeah. I think it's
4: the Toyota Toyota fun at the moment. Thanks, Toyota, yeah. for sponsoring this podcast.
1: No, 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 I no, don't, no, because if, if, Do we, like to, if we take the Toyota one, what's going to happen when Ford Truck Month comes around again? I what I'm saying is that oh, Honda, myself, Honda makes boat
5: too. engines, so you may want to go Honda.
1: <laughs>
3: well, that wow. a, we
2: go? <laughs> well, have I got a car for you? <laughs> Volkswagen.
1: <laughs> Tesla. Um, Patrick was, Patrick was picking up what I was putting down.
4: Yeah. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, the Ragnarok update, where
0: are we? I'm, I'm lost. I have no clue where we are anymore. Um, Ragnarok, what's going on? Underwater, my man. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, um, I'm just about to leave, uh, I think it's Jotunheim, uh, and, treehouse. Oh, okay. I've, I've just done. Yeah. Or, or as I like to call it, uh, uh, happy fun adventure time with Tom Holland
1: and Zendaya. That, that and, is uh, that is the part where I got a lot of um the Stranger Things uh, pacing vibes.
5: With Tom Holland and Zendaya, are they both in that game?
1: No, they're not. But Uh-oh. they,
5: the Spider Man, and someone else. But
1: they, they could be. They could oh. be. They could be those characters in the uh, TV remake version. Oh
0: please yeah. no! Was uh, was was playing it through with um was playing it through with Tom. And, uh, there was just a moment where we're sitting on the back of, uh, of, of Yalla, this big, buddy. All, all I could think of was Duramboros. <laughs> I've been playing way too much Monster Hunter.
3: <laughs> sitting on the back of
0: Yala. And, uh, and there was just this moment and I went, holy shit, now I can't unsee Tom Holland and Zendaya. And so, naturally, I ask, hey, Tom, what, do you want me to ruin, want me to ruin the rest of the sequence for you? He goes, how? <laughs> it's, it's Tom Holland and Zendaya sitting on the back of Yala. And he went... Damn it. <laughs> uh, so that, that's, that's what I'm up to. Um, no idea how far through uh, the game that is. Uh, also had the... I don't think this is a spoiler because it was in the Donkey video, but uh, as soon as I um, found the squirrel sitting, sitting by a chime, I went, I, I know what I must do.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Fun fact, he's voiced by ProZD. Get fucked, really? No Pro way. ZD? No way. He, he
1: well, does a right. fantastic job as well. I'm so glad he's getting put Holy into
0: things. Shit. That is fantastic.
1: You, you can oh really God. hear when he when you get to the end of the uh the the chime uh interaction. Yeah,
0: no, that that makes sense now. That like thinking thinking back through that. Oh man, who oh, on earth is that? That's, that's that's not a common voice. voice that he is knows. the
1: um the guy that was doing voice acting videos on um on TikTok and what was the one Vine. Yeah. And he's he's Uh, also on YouTube now.
0: I I guarantee you've seen a video of his. Yeah, Uh, he's he's very good. Actually, no, I've I've posted several videos. Uh, It's uh, like um, he's also really big into like card uh, card games and things. Yeah. yeah, So any any short clip of voice acting to do with cards, uh, like uh, what what was the line? Like if if you collect three cheeses, you turn one of them into a cheese uh, cheese factory, and then you can tap that twice and the farmer comes along. Yeah, that, that's, that's ProZD. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Very anyway, holy guy. shit. All right. Uh, newfound respect for the squirrel. Can't wait to go annoy the shit out of him with chimes again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the Ragnarok update. Um, quick but little five-minute excursion. Uh, but um, yeah, enjoying it. I'm not going to like, give any thoughts about it now, but that's where I'm up to. So if you haven't played it, I guess, look forward to however much longer it'll be before I finish the game. I will see you in two months. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, right, next up, why don't we have Josh talk about the Steam Deck? Okay, um... The Deck of Steam. Yeah, so obviously, uh, I am
5: Australian, hello, and it's not really <laughs> available in Australia right now, so it's oh, a great so you bought yourself a switch? A switch! And I, unironically, I think about it as a switch sometimes, and it bothers me. <laughs> You guys infected my brain, especially because I was like setting up um the totally legal switch emulator, and I'm like, oh look, it's a switch, and I was like, oh damn it! Hey, it's legal have <laughs> like, the switch emulator. It's just illegal to f- shill roms. That's <laughs> true. Uh, uh, Every yeah, you, you say it, you have to pay me Honestly, I haven't even installed a rom yet. I just wanted to make sure it worked.
3: Oh, <laughs> um, well, you gotta have a
1: rom to make sure it works. Well, it installed
5: fine and everything, and the actual emulation program launched. So I assume it's working. Um, but anyway, seems like so. Great import, so don't go looking <clears> for it <throat> in Australia, but you can find it at like Catch of the Day, Kogan, um, various other places. Obviously, if you're in America, you can Didn't get it regularly Norman for Steam. Did Harvey Norman also
1: offer to do it?
5: Um, I, don't I, Nor- Nor- I don't know. I don't buy us. anything from Harvey Norman, man.
4: <laughs>
1: Jerry, Jerry Harvey was, deserves a cross. It was either Harvey Norman or Dick
5: Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Dick Smith will probably be the one because Kogan bought them.
2: Yeah, so that it was probably Smith, right. yeah, I
5: right, too. Jerry Harvey probably should not be mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> anyway. I mean
1: I can um, blame out his name now that I now that I know it was a good old dick and not him. Uh, he
5: won't listen to it anyway. He hates the internet.
1: Um
5: anyway, anyway. Um yeah, I bought it and it's I, it arrived after about a week after some shipping complications, but it got here. And oh man, the presentation in the box is fucking excellent. Like I have the uh, like one other product that Valve did as well, which is the index, the VR. And the the index like packaging and everything was phenomenal, but the Steam Deck is just like super simple and just comes in this small little box. Comes with the charger, but then it always it all looks really nice as well. And then it comes in like its own little um, like a carrying case for it, and you get a different one depending if it's the five twelve gig or the regular models, the sixty four or two five six.
4: Oh, is, this, and, um, is the, are the other models
5: bigger? They they're the same, but basically there's obviously the different sizes for the like the storage. The 64 gig has e uh, EMC storage. E EMC
4: is is that what it is? I don't know what that word is. I, I don't remember what it is. Um... It's
5: a slow flash memory. I always ignore it when mm-hmm. I see it. But then the others have two solid states, and you can add a solid state to all of them anyway. Uh, the M.2 drive. Um, and the 512 gig comes with like an anti glare screen. So it's less, like, if you can, you can take it outside, and if the sun's shining on it, you can actually see what you're doing, kind of. Oh, okay. A lot better than you can see the other
0: one. So does that mean you're immune to paralysis, or is glare the speed drop? I forget which. Glare is paralysis, which inflicts a speed drop, so, you know, both.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Um, so, that, so that's the slow flash memory, then?
5: Well, that's, yeah, the um, EMC, whatever it is. I don't remember what it is. But, yeah, that's, that'd be that one. But anyway, the double mc model is the one I got with. E-Double-M-C? That's what it is. E-Double-M-C. Yeah, I don't remember what it stands for either. Um, but it's slow as shit storage. I don't really like it. It's gotten better over the years, but I saw that, and I was like, never in a million years. Plus it's and 64 gigs. And 64
3: is so- tiny. Like, the first so, game
0: I installed was bigger than 64 <laughs> So, now that now that we've been talking about this for nearly three and a half minutes, uh, other than the box, uh, right. what's the de- device itself like? So, the device itself is, honestly, it's bigger than
5: you would think, it's lighter than you would think, and honestly, it just runs things better than you would think. Like, it's probably about the size of a... <laughs> That's what a... my
0: boss says about me at work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about the size of a
5: keyboard if you take off the numpad, um, which is, like, Honestly, pretty massive. You wouldn't expect to be that big. Oh shit! Um, it's yeah, it's pretty big. The it, it heats up a little bit when you're running some some like good games, but the heat never reaches the the grips, which is what I was concerned about. You just feel it if you're really like pressing your fingers on the back or something, or you've got like you're you're feeling it from the fan. So it's actually comfortable to play as well. And ergonomically, it's it's just comfortable to hold. I feel like if you had smaller hands, it might not be as comfortable to hold. But like for like you know, I'm five eleven, average kinda of size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a pretty
0: average size human and it's pretty comfortable. It's I mean given he has a massive penis, he does have massive hands. <laughs> I wish.
3: That <laughs> <laughs> <it> <laughs> no,
1: wasn't funny at all. Just like that guy's butt. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Should know. Um, <laughs> um yeah. It's too bad Josh never got over the massive feet though.
5: Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> god <hate> this. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, can I
0: have Pat, a Steam pack then? No. <laughs> Pat, Pat with the setup, <laughs> Seth with the spike. Um, so the actual device
5: itself, it's, for people that don't know, it, it runs Linux. Uh, it's a, it's like a, basically an edited um, image that Valve put out for SteamOS, and it runs just on top of Linux as an actual desktop. So you have your main SteamOS that it boots into, and you can download all your Steam games, you can, you know, check your achievements, message people, do everything you would do on Steam. But you also have the main desktop, which is the main reason I wanted it. And going into it, you can just straight up install things like uh, Microsoft Edge. You can install Discord, Spotify, whatever. You can install emulation packs. Because you can install Edge, you can run um, Game Pass Remote on it. You can run uh, an application that I can't remember the name of it because it's a homebrew one right now. But it basically does Sony Remote Play as well. And then you can add those into your Steam OS, like as a non-Steam game, so that anything you're doing, you can just launch via your main launcher. It ends up being like this big emulation station that you can just run anything you want through. And it's fucking excellent. Everything I've tried to run just runs pretty much perfect on it. The only thing I've not really been able to run were games that I've specifically gone you know, it's probably not gonna work and it says it's not compatible with Steam Deck. And probably 70% of those worked anyway, and like the only the like 30% of ones where it's like you need a, a keyboard really to actually interact with it, or it's just way too graphically intensive, are the only ones that really didn't run. So I'm one I'm of the things really I've seen
1: that is like very me core and not you core is that um Sonic Generations has problems on the Steam Deck. At least when it launched. Oh, Sonic Generations, oh, no. man, you got bigger problems. No. Than <laughs> game I was
4: going to say. If you're playing that.
1: Sonic Generations is great. It was like the last good Sonic game for a long time.
4: Uh rats, you loop back around and imply <laughs> Sonic Frontiers is <are> good. Um, <laughs> but can you just, in those type of games that are graphically intense, is it as simple as just sort of like turning the graphics down to low? So, yes and no. If, if, you're, if, you're pretty, if it's
5: purely graphics... You can pretty much get away with it but if it's cpu intensive as well it struggles because it's running the cpu and the apu in the same thing you only have so much power and you only have so much power draw so you're really running out of processing power on anything like um so for example you can run world of warcraft on it and it does work and it's not officially working but the moment you get into something where there's a lot of effects and a lot of people around and a lot of processing power it just it won't Mm. work it'll just crash
2: Shits yeah. bed, oh man, yeah. I can't
1: wait to go try Final Fantasy XIV, and then go to the uh, the big market, not the market board, the arm, um, the casino. Yeah, when they do the number roll, I don't because all the fucking white go. majors just sit there doing holy over and over again.
5: Final Fantasy XIV, I'm pretty sure was listed as not compatible, but I- I'll have to go double check it. Most of those are. I'm like, pretty
1: sure I've seen people make it work.
5: You can make most things work. There's a lot of like things. So for example, Monsanto stories when it's not going to work. And then you check ProtonDB, because Proton is like a, a layer that sits on top of Unix, so that it can run these games. And it says, oh, it works perfect. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll load
4: it up. I'll give it a go.
5: Uh, I'll buy it. It's $30. Bucks. Uh, so, 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 so one of those type
4: of things that the developers haven't probably tested out for Steam Deck. Yeah. So what it was... other people probably well, have. They, so know.
5: Steam does basic checks on things like, does it need keyboard support? Does it have the right resolution support? Because it runs twelve eighty. Uh, sorry, 1,200 by 800. Um, does it have, like, is, if your resolution's that small, is it still visible on this screen? Does it have gamepad support? Does it have whatever? And the reason why Monster Hunter Stories 2 was listed as not working is because it required keyboard support, which is the dumbest reason, because the only time you're ever oh. using the keyboard is to type in your name at the start of the game.
0: Yeah, type <laughs> in your name at the start, So, it <laughs> says- Fantastic. Wait, 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 not if, but, but, you, you don't you don't edit
2: the names of all of your Monsters? No. God no! I don't even nickname Disgusting. my Pokemon. Um Do you? Pat? But well, I mean, the
0: the the eggs that come through as heavier than normal, I name the monsters heavy <laughs> specimen. Hey.
2: I'm
1: I'm honoured.
4: <laughs>
0: Especially the Aptanoths. The Aptanoths, I just released the the Aptanuts, I'll I just know.
3: Release
4: them. <laughs> um, but does I, I, the Steam Deck? Because my probably be because I, I eventually I will when my gaming laptop in quotation marks decides to. Uh, go to the farm. Or, yeah, go to the farm. Upstage okay, the
3: life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Run
4: the chain. Uh, run the big chain in the sky. Um, my biggest thing go is go Auckland. I, I, <laughs> um, my biggest thing is I'd probably do uh, just like what I do with the switch is probably an 80, 20 a split eighty percent plugged in to like a dock of some description, twenty percent um, when I go away on trips or something. Do you have a dock that plugs into your TV or something, or are you completely
5: using it handheld? I primarily use it handheld, but I do have a docking station, quote-unquote, that is literally just a USB-C hub for my MacBook. And because the Steam Deck's USB-C, it it just works. So Uh my hub's got, like, HDMI, it's got USB ports, blah, 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 blah. That's pretty much the dock, and it was, like, 30 bucks. So plugging that into the TV works perfectly fine.
4: So, in theory, could you
5: put it into the switch dock? Uh, I don't think so. It would not fit. The dimensions. Best. If you yeah. butchered ah, a switch sure. <laughs> be, be dock and put Good. it upside down,
1: you could make it. You could, yeah, make you it could work. do it on a modified switch dock.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a switch dock is just a USB yeah, it's C. It's just dock. a USB C, like, um, really.
1: I, yeah, I, I bought
0: like a, a quote unquote travel switch dock, which is just a USB C to HDMI, another USB C for like external charging and a USB cable, so it's just a dock. Yeah, it's just a
5: dock, yeah. Like, even if I plug my Switch into, like, my old HP laptop dock, it used to work. Um, so, like, they're all pretty much the same, so it works perfectly fine. Plugging it in, the only real complaint I have is that the emulated games I was running on the TV just did not work at 55 inches. <laughs> Pokemon at 55 inches does not look good. <laughs> well, is it, is it still keeping the 1200 by 800 uh, You can set an external TV? resolution to make it bigger, but it will keep that same oh, aspect okay. ratio unless you're changing the aspect ratio in the game. So, like, it'll run the yep. 1200 by 800, but you can adjust it. But obviously, the more you turn that up, the, the harder that Steam Deck is going to struggle. So, everything's pretty much bu- meant to run at the 1200 by 800. In saying that, mm. it, it looks fine. Like, honestly, uh, the screen, it, it's not an OLED screen, if it's an IPS screen, and the colour is... Colours could, could use a little bit of work. It's not saturated enough for my liking. But the actual like quality of the screen and the, the issues I thought I'd have with the resolution, I just don't have. They just don't exist. Like, for the 7-inch the size of the screen that it is, it's perfectly fine. It, it works mm. fucking really well. Really, really well. And I've played, I don't know, 30 or 40 games on it, just testing various bits and pieces. And the only thing I couldn't get to run was like really, really, really CPU-intensive games, or games that I know won't work because of anti-cheat or they won't work because of, um, like, a certain launches that need to run through Windows, which you can get those around, like, you can get around those, but really it's, like, I don't really find a need to, so. Most of the things I've played on it have just been emulated, so.
2: It's excellent. Can't complain. If you have a chance to pick cool. one up for cheap, uh, I'd recommend it. Yeah, so that, that's going to be the question. So, they are
0: well, at least compared to a Switch, very expensive. Yeah, at least how in much, how much yours?
4: Even, it, even though the caveat being a little asterisk DC down the corner <laughs> is that you did get a grey import, so you probably could assume you probably paid a little bit more. Yeah, I, I paid um, a little a bit you, more than you would expect. Um, yeah, and you, you run the gauntlet of it just not showing up or you... It shows up and it's literally just Anthrax. <laughs> um.
5: Considering I bought it from Catch, which is a very major retailer in Australia, I wasn't too concerned about Anthrax. But they nearly sent <laughs> nah, me two moment. by
0: mistake. So. I love the idea of this like beautifully packaged Switch uh, Steam Deck. <laughs> and Josh is like, oh my god. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the packaging is phenomenal. You open up, it's just glitter. It's just a, a macro glitter ball. Oh my god, bomb. amazing. That'd be oh. so good. Just it got dinked in a box. <laughs> then you find out
5: yeah. I've been doing like call scams. <laughs> but it's his dude. <laughs> Justin Rowland moment. Damn. <laughs> Justin Rowland moment.
4: That guy's
2: Was that him. a Justin Rowland moment, moment. I don't know, man? <laughs> yeah,
4: he didn't abuse any woman. What?
5: Debatable.
4: Um, uh, yeah, he did. Uh,
5: look, as much as I want to keep talking about that, move on, move on. Uh, so I paid uh, thirteen thirty, I think it was Australian total, including shipping. Fucking hell. Um, which is pretty expensive, but like. When you think about it, like the OLED switch is like what five fifty retail, I think at the moment or five hundred. Um, like so you can double uh, yeah, that, yeah,
0: less, less than half price. Yeah, less yeah. than half the
5: price, but you you double that and add a little bit, so you can get a sixty four gig model. I think it was for, I think it was about eight or nine hundred bucks. So you could double that. Too get bad. that the switch has thirty two gig of installed storage, and you still have to buy an SD card for that. So you, you know you take out you can add an SD card to the Steam Deck as well. So if you Take uh, out that as a factor. Do you really
4: need to buy a SD card for yeah. yes, delete games. Um, if you have digital uh, games, yes. <laughs> yeah,
3: sounds just like just playing playing a, digital a digital problem. Digital game.
4: Yeah, delete the. Dig- okay, you would not get into this physical. <laughs>
3: um,
0: but like just play a game, finish it, delete it off the switch. Actually, actually, no, no. You, you know what? I'm I'm on Steve's side here. You don't need the memory card because you buy physical because then you get to taste the cartridges before you play them. <laughs> True.
3: <laughs> you know what? I regret <laughs> bringing on. this up.
5: Um, but like comparatively <laughs> to the Switch, like I'll use my Switch to play like a Pokemon game, or I'll use my Switch to play, I don't know what else is fucking on Switch that I'll play Mario-based games. Uh, like that's pretty much it. Whereas this, I can just take my entire Steam library with me, and if I want a computer, it's it's still a computer. I
0: can still run whatever I want on it. it. Watch it. What? Yeah. W- watch it run uh, Scarlet Violet at 60. It's probably would. It's no, way no, more powerful yeah, the I'm Switch sad, 11.
4: Now I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> um see well and, and and that's the thing that's a lot of the arguments that I've sort of been seeing online is like a it is a portable PC switch. It is like it's a, literally it's just a PC. Con- yeah, it it's arguably what everybody would want in a like a generation a th- the next generation console um whether it be from Nintendo or Xbox or a weird hybrid type of thing. Because everybody's going digital something like this that you can literally plug into your TV quite easily or you take it with you on the go um, we're sort of in that zone and that does feel like what the Steam deck is trying to do Yeah, and that is why I uh, I wouldn't pay that much money for it because my as everybody knows in this podcast I'm a very big fan of um, the Xbox sex, Um just like this guy's but um, <laughs> so I I a lot of my Steam games I gamed from like 10-15 years ago and I've sort of Really stopped just like at... your sense of humor. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. Um, and a lot of like the, my, a lot of my Steam library is filled up with games that are either unavailable on Xbox or uh, just you you need a keyboard and mouse to play it better, like Kerbal Space Program or something like that.
5: So it does have um, um, like the ability to bring up a keyboard, and you can remap every single one of the controls. And considering you've got four face buttons, four D pad, the two jump, the two like thumbsticks. And the touchpads that can be used in four directions, as well as you can bind each direction as another button. Plus, you've got the four buttons on the back. You have a lot to work with, <laughs> so you can actually mm. set up. And you, there's community um, layouts for a whole bunch of games. Like you'll load up a game, and they'll be like, "Hey, here's a community layout for this. If you want to try this control skin that someone else has made for it."
3: Oh, so okay, that's pretty. I, yeah.
5: Scary. So even if I load up like a ROM, like if I load up like Fire Red or something, mm-hmm. and someone's like, "Hey, here's a Fire Red layout," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck yeah." So it'll have like fast forward and everything bound to the buttons I've, and whatnot. I
0: was going to say I've, I've fast forward like bloody god damn it! You, you threw me off, to, uh, off topic. The the community layout for a bloody fire red GBA game. The game.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> no, it's. Um... No, that's what I'm wondering. It's like if 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 you're if if the reason that you're trying to run a what 15 maybe even older than that year old rom that has GBA controls on a Steam Deck and you're like fuck if only I knew how to bind these buttons <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. So it's maybe, laid out. Maybe you should send maybe you should send the Steam Deck to your favorite podcasters instead. <laughs> That's what <all> I'm saying. <laughs>
5: no, it's laid out like a like an Xbox or a uh, like a PlayStation kind of control. So you have your X as like your your select as your bottom button and then your back button is your top right, but obviously on Game Boy all those buttons are reversed nice. and your X and Y are reversed. So those layouts will just solve those issues as well really quickly for you as well. So there's a whole bunch of really cool things with it and they're adding new stuff every day, honestly. It's freaking cool they're even adding ray tracing slowly so that's just nuts honestly on this tiny little handheld it's, it's
4: good that ray's being kept in word. <laughs> yeah. shame he can only trace yeah but no it's um like i i would
5: highly recommend it i think it's definitely my favorite thing that i've picked up this year i find myself just being like oh like stuff like slay the spire like i i want to sit down and play that at my death but i don't want to play it at my so desk do it it's so don't well, do that's it. that's the thing, right? There's a whole bunch of games like that where <laughs> I can just pick it up and just play it on the Steam Deck, and it's just convenient. Console titles, basically, for the Switch, without me having to- uh, Not for the Switch, sorry, for the Steam Deck. Without me having to sit in front of a TV or a desk, I can just lay in bed, or I can take it on a train or a bus, and all of it will run perfectly fine. Like, it's... Oh no, he
3: said train. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, run.
4: Just like that guy's wife.
5: Huh? I can take oh, it to Auckland, again. to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was pretty good actually
5: yeah but no it's not nah, it's really good i don't really have too much more to say about it but like i guess I, I can give more impressions after like six months or something
0: i've had it for and if i still use it which is my big concern
3: please
0: don't no no i was i was thinking um watch watch josh turn into a scarlet violet round two. First impressions holy shit this is amazing game of the year favorite thing i picked up and then like another another couple of weeks fucking hate this <laughs> <laughs> absolute absolute trash fire Look, really regret if I'm it if i playing it on uh, the steam deck and fuck, it doesn't <laughs> lag like i mean it'll be good <laughs> yeah Matt. fair enough uh cool thank you for that josh and holy shit bang on 20 minutes all hey. right um right uh steve tell us about tunic
2: tunic okay so uh Tunic is, it's it's a <laughs> tunic. it's a garment that you wear on the your tunic,
3: chest.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's a garment you wear on your chest. Link from the Legend of Zelda wears one. Um, yeah, no, but the the video game tunic, um, it came out last year in roughly I think it was like uh, April, maybe halfway through. I don't know. Um, but it's on Game Pass, which is why I I played it over the break and I, a lot of the review art review people that review games talking about it in their their top ten game as so I to pick it up and I. Checked it on how long to beat, and it's only like 10 to 12 hours long. So I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll play that um, over the holiday break and see how good it is. So the best way I can describe this game is if uh, the old-school Zelda games and, like, the Souls combat sort of system got together and had a baby, uh, got rid of the baby because they couldn't raise it uh, because it wasn't – they had it a bit too early, they had their other life to live. And they gave it to an indie developer and an indie developer. Did they have it on a wedlock? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? It was like a one-night stand type of thing. And they've uh, given it to guys, an indie Guys, I'm having developer. flashbacks
1: of um, the Game of the Year
4: episode. Yep, that's how I described it then, and I'm describing it again like that now. Um and, and yeah, the, I think, the indie I developer. I think Patrick made
1: the exact same joke too. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, <laughs> did I? Piece
4: of shit. Uh, and then the, the indie developer <laughs> raised shit. this baby tunic up uh, and poured its love and soul into it, and that's sort of where it got. And stripped uh, it of its language. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so the, the basic premise of Tunic is that you play, The game freaked it? Yeah. Uh, not really. Um, so the basic premise of Tunic is you're like a little fox creature that ends up on this land and you're sort of like, oh, what the fuck's going on here?
3: And you the game doesn't it? really
4: tell you what you're there to do. Uh, there's an instruction booklet that you collect in the game, like those old school, like 90s, early 2000s instruction booklets that would come with the game that would tell you the plot of the game, the controls different areas have maps in there and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the pages of the instruction manual you collect in the game and you can sort of use that as a point of reference. And That's yeah,
1: of—that's actually such a cool idea. It is I love cool. that it is so a, much.
4: It is a very, very cool idea. And like it's sort of as you find pages, it's like, oh, cool. Like I've just picked up some bombs. Oh, look, I've gotten the page for a bomb. That's pretty cool. Or just uh, in the first like hour or so, you pick up a a page and it's like okay i have to go uh, and ring the two bells and then you sort of after you ring the two bells you find uh a page and it's like oh okay like and now i've got to collect sort of three things to release something um release another spirit and then as you sort of go and do it the more you play the more you gain these instruction booklets uh this sort of game is telling you how to play but then at the same time you're not limited in you can do things before you find the instruction booklet for it. So one of the the techniques you can do is you can go straight from a roll in, because of course it's got iframes and rolls because it's the soulsborne type of combat type of stuff. Uh, You can do like a roll and then straight out of a roll, you can do an attack and it's, uh, it's really good because you get the iframes then an attack and the game doesn't tell you until like about halfway through the game, but you can still do that before you got the instruction booklet. It's sort of like a trial and error type of thing. Um, and because a lot of this game is it's not telling you what to do, it's sort of like a you're in an area, go explore type of thing. It's really sort of up to you and sort of you have to the, the player itself has to put in the work to find all the secrets, work out where to go, because the instruction booklets are uh, it's not like saying, Oh, you you have to uh ring both of these bells in two areas. It's it says that there's like it's like a picture of two bells, one in the East, one in the West. And it says like ring these and it points an arrow. So you can sort of like work it out. Like it's not, it's not giving clear instructions, but it is giving picture instructions. If that makes sense. And I realize I'm probably describing this really bad, but that's because Tunic is such a, a visual type of game. It, it shows you things. And then you, by showing you, you can work out what to do and where you have to go. Um, There are, Uh, as i said before there are pieces of the instruction booklet that are maps and sometimes you'll get map pieces that are not that you won't encounter for another six or seven hours but if you're in one of those areas and you open up the instruction booklet it'll have like a picture of you on the map and where you relate to the map uh which is like really cool and handy and it's the game doesn't tell you it's going to do that it's sort of like a oh you've entered into the well oh wait a minute i've got a my even in my instruction book but I remember I've got a map of the well let me look at that and when you look at it it's like oh look there's a little picture of a little fox that's me and you can sort of track your way through and you can find secrets that way
2: uh, it's it, it's it's really interesting and it's such a good way for game presentation like it, it it is the game
4: telling you or giving hints to what you can and can't do without giving you the answer and you do feel a thousand times smarter because the game is like uh, drip feeding you hints, and then it's like, oh yeah, I, I've got these three or four clues, and I can put them together, and this is what I have to do next, or where I have to go, uh, and that's really cool. It does, it makes you feel very smart.
5: So I got a question but for then, you on that before we move on. So yeah, I played the first couple of hours, right, and it's very, it's very like on your Steam Deck, uh, some some of it on my Steam Deck, yeah, um, but uh, it, yeah, it's very like old school Zelda, like what you are saying, right? It's very Zelda based, but To me, so a friend of of mine asked me, would I like the game? And I know for a fact he hasn't played any of those old-style games like Zelda and stuff like that. And I was like, well, do you like a game not giving you specific direction? Uh, You know, you have to sort of figure stuff out on your own. And I sort of likened it to, like, the early Zelda games because, obviously, it takes a lot of inspiration from that. And he went, oh, I don't think I would like it. And it sort of made me think, if I hadn't played those sort of games as a kid, do you think it would still hold up today? Like if you if you'd never picked up one of those kind of games and you went, "Oh, you know, I I picked up tunic, I don't know what to expect. I'm used to games telling me what to do, where to go, how to do things. Do you think mm. you would enjoy it the same?"
4: So, my big answer to that is I fucking hated those old so those old <laughs> games. Because it, it literally tells... Oh, oh, but then at the same point, it tells you nothing, but at the same time... It, and maybe this is because I got it through the Nintendo 3DS Ambassador program, remember that? Yeah, I did. I um, was part of that. Yeah, and I get the feeling there might have been an instruction booklet for the first two Zelda games.
1: There was, and I think you got a map with the oh, first did you? one. Oh, that would have made yeah, so yeah. or it. <laughs> was,
4: or it wasn't in Nintendo
1: Power or something. Oh.
4: Yeah, from my understanding, it was like that's... Would have been made the game a lot more accessible, but going into that game blind, like it literally drops you in there and it's like all about. Yeah, here's your sword. And of, it's like, I don't know right, what I love to do. Go. I don't know where to go. Yeah. I don't know what all these items do. It doesn't explain anything. And that'd be as frustrating as all hell. So, tunic where is a this little game, bit more forgiving than that. It, it's a little bit more forgiving because it's got those instruction manual pages. But then at the same time, um, if you like at one point of the game, I missed uh, a page. And I'm like, I have no, I had no clue what to do. I, I didn't know what was going on. Cause in one of the areas I was going in, it literally just drains your health. Huh. Um, like it'll put you onto one. And then like, and I'm like, it's, I've got one HP. Like what the fuck is going on? I can't run the gauntlet because the area a bit bigger than normal. I can't do this. Uh, just no,
3: saying,
4: I'd hit. Oh, but then the true. B- yeah, true. They filtered. And that's, I eventually did Ooga brute force it to get to the next sort of checkpoint. So proud of you. Oh, but it was just, it literally probably put another two and a half, three hours into the game. And I was like very close to like looking up a guide for it. Cause I'm like, the game, like I must have missed something. But because I'm stubborn and I was like, I don't need to go back. I'll just get good. So like <laughs> after many fucking times dying, I eventually got good and literally just power in it. But um, then as I was sort of backtracking for something else, I found a, a piece of the instruction manual and it says like it told me the item I need to use to avoid that. And I'm like, oh. That would have been oh, useful yeah. three hours
3: again. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. When I
4: found it, I'm like, "Well, I didn't even need to go to that area anymore, so I didn't need the the thing." Um, and I'm, oh, I just, yeah. that was a little bit frustrating. Uh, and I sort of do take the point that it was my fault for missing the instruction sort of piece. But then at the same time, if it was something that crucial, it should have been in a part that like I couldn't have missed. Yeah. Okay, and that's it. It sort of skirts that line of like it wants you to explore everything, like, and that's probably a bit of the complication with it. Is I can't remember if I said it before, but it's got an isometric view. It is up on that angle. You
0: definitely do not. Uh, so yeah, it, it's
4: it, it's an isometric view. It's sort of got that shitty camera angle, and it hides probably I'd say about forty or fifty percent of its secrets are hidden because of the isometric yeah. view. To the point, like after about a couple of hours, you're like, okay um I just i'm I start running see... into walls and with anything yeah, i can't see where start... a wall is yeah. that's where i'm running <laughs> yeah 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 if i can't see it there's a path around it let's just assume oh look 90 percent of the time there was a path around yep there. um yeah but you don't get yeah, and you don't get that until about three or four hours in and maybe that's just because i've played a couple of isometric games before i knew to look for those but if i had come into this blind like, or if I hadn't played that many isometric games before, I'd be like, well, the camera hasn't pointed it this way. I can't, I, if the camera's not, if I can't see it, I can't go there. I wouldn't be able to do it. Wait, me- and that would probably hinder a lot of the, pro- the, the process.
5: Yeah, let me put it another way, um, right? Like, if you, if you, if you think, if you were a modern child today and you were playing games, like if you were like, let's say like eight or something, right? Do you think you could pick this up and embrace it the same way that people would have picked up Zelda? Or do you think they would go back to something? Yeah, Fortnite, God of War, whatever happens to be The, the children yearn
1: for the Minecraft Yeah, they yearn for the <laughs> yeah. mines um, like, <laughs> Do, do you, you think it will Does hold that, up
5: or do you think it's targeted towards <laughs> our age of audience?
1: It, it
4: definitely is targeted towards our age, but not for the reasons you think, and I think it's because back when like the first Zelda games came out like you would have had, like what, three or four games in total? Yeah, that's you what play. I mean, like, I don't um, think that... It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard It's a hard thing to say, like if... if because when I was growing up, my parents, every school holidays are like, you get one game and that's all you're getting. And if I picked this, I would have stuck with it until I finished it. And then played it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I might have gone back for a couple of playthroughs later on, like a couple of years later. But if I had like three or four games at the same time and I got this and I couldn't get, get through it, um, I'd be like, no, nope, putting it down. Or alternatively, I would have looked up a guide. And if you look up a guide for this, I feel that you are literally robbing yourself of the experience of putting things together. Yeah. You also couldn't like, look up a it, guy back
5: when these kind of games existed as well. So it was like a community effort almost. Yeah, no, that's
4: true. So that made yeah. it Well, if you really fun. wanted to, yeah, if you really wanted to, they had that number on the back that you could call for, like, what, 50 cents? That, was that a seconds. thing? And, I've
2: never
3: heard of
4: yeah, that before. One of, my fr- one of my friends called it, because he, he got stuck at, like, Majora's Mask or something, and they gave him, like, a walkthrough for it. Oh, my her. God. Like, but, like, over the phone, and it took, like, 10 minutes, so, like, they got a very big phone bill, and he was in very big trouble. Oh, my shirt. God. Um, yeah. But Boys, I have a business idea. <laughs> Fully hunters <laughs> <laughs> Bully the developers. Yeah. Uh, but the, 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 that's sort of like the game and the exploration. But the combat itself is you literally got a sword and a shield. You can block and you can swing your sword. And there are iframes when you dodge. Uh, and there is a, a stamina bar as well. And if your stamina gets to zero, you take, I think it's 1.5 times damage, which is... Uh, it's an important lesson to learn that you can't sort of... Uh, you have to be mindful of how much stamina you've got. And if it starts to blink, it's like, oh, shit, I died in one hit instead of two. And that's and, and there are upgrades throughout the game that you can upgrade your... Uh, you get MP a bit later, you can upgrade that, then your stamina and your health and, that, and your attack power and all that kind of thing. And that sort of does get good. Uh, but in those early stages, it is like a little bit unforgiving in like the enemies you come across. And it's like, oh, two hits and I'm dead. Like, and it's Especially when you don't be- have
5: a shield or a sword.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just that the first hour, hour and a half of the game are probably the roughest because you don't know what you're doing. Uh, you can't really work it out. And it's hard to... Uh, I knew because I've seen reviews for it that I knew that the instruction manual was my friend. But if I hadn't seen... If I came to this game completely blind, it'd, it'd either be like a very frustrating at the start and then you'd sort of understand it. Uh, and then... But... At the same time, I knew the instruction manual was good, but I didn't know what it was going to tell me. So by the the end of it, I sort of did come around to it and understood
2: what was going on. But that's... So I I did have a good time, but as I was 100%ing it,
4: there are secrets, Like like there's like, what, 10 secret treasure chests that you've got to get, and there is no fucking way you'd be able to get without a guide. Like I honestly don't understand. So... In the latter half of the game, refers to something as the Holy Cross. And, like, because you can't speak the language, you talk to other NPCs and they come up with a gibberish language and it says Holy Cross. You're like, cool, Holy Cross, I must be finding, like, some sort of item or something. Uh, you finish the game and there's no Holy Cross, there's no other item you get. And you're like, what the fuck is the Holy Cross? Um, you find literally Jesus? <laughs> so, well, no, so the Holy Cross is a D-pad. Oh, it's your D-pad. that's clever. It is clever. Um, and then there is sort of one sort of section, but it never puts those two together. It never says the Holy Cross is a D-pad. On like one page, it has Holy Cross. And then another couple of pages later, it's got uh, like a arrows, like up, down, left, right, up, down. And I, could, I sort of knew from having cheat codes back in the day, if I put up, down, left, right, up, down, or whatever it was in front of this door, because the picture is of a door and it's got the hero and he's saying these arrows up and down. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens if I press this on the D-pad and then it opens. Um, and I'm like, cool. That's the only time I'll need to, that Holy Cross. That's cool. But then as you're looking in the – I was looking for Hunt the achievements so or that kind of thing. There are these weird – like on, on different pages of the instruction manual that you have no clue what they're there. There's like little maps that you can sort of follow through and then that gives you – the golden path to do for all these secrets, and it's that would be like I wouldn't be able to understand how you'd be able to get it without it. Uh, but then at the same time, that was
2: me achievement hunting. All those type of secrets probably you wouldn't find unless you had a guide, or unless you sort of had some sort of hint. Because there's
4: no way I think you could do it. Hmm.
5: Yeah, fair enough. I find that kind of stuff interesting <laughs> though. Like, because when you it, it, when you actually figure out one of those without a guide, like even if it's only one out of like ten, right? You go.
4: Man, that was clever. Like
3: you go, fuck that's yeah, that's interesting yeah. as
4: hell. But you wouldn't know there's ten of them. No, you wouldn't. Um, but like, because, yeah, which, which is like cool. I got this. This is the only one you need. That well, that was really clever. And then it's like, okay, I finished the game. I think I've done everything. I'm missing like 15 achievements. What the fuck are these achievements? They're all secret achievements. Uh, you look it up and you're like, oh, okay, these are all fucked. I would not know how to do this. Um, but it's still a really good game, though. I highly recommend everybody start to play, it. like play it.
0: But the whole thing, <laughs> I highly recommend everyone start to play it, yeah, get so, as far as Josh, and then, and oh, then decide. I will go yeah, back to play hardest... it, it was
5: very good, I just don't have the, the time right yeah. now to sit there and play such a short game.
0: Good thing you have a Steam Deck where you can play it literally well, everywhere. the Steam Deck like will only play it on, the on the remote
5: play unless I buy you it fuck. on Steam. Um, so I... Can well,
4: I you install Game Pass on Time. You can install, <laughs> you can, so you can't
5: install Game Pass, but you can run the remote <laughs> play versions of it. 20 minutes ago uh, was Josh it talking
0: works. about how good it is that he has the Steam Deck and everyone's like Somebody you just play Tunic <laughs> I, mean, I can like it's on Mac OS Windows, Xbox
5: PlayStation Switch so it's on everything yeah, PlayStation 5 it came, it came out on everything yeah, yeah so every I could one. probably run a native version through Mac OS or through I mean I could just install it I could buy it on Steam, really on Steam. To, but... yeah, if it goes yeah. on sale I'd very much consider it but
4: while it's on Game Pass I, I'm I'm not buying it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like if it's unfortunately it's like it's a weird thing to recommend because if you don't like this game in the first hour and a half two hours like it doesn't get any better yeah. like it, it it doesn't get any easier to play like it can be frustrating if you didn't know about the instruction book you'd be like oh fuck where do I have to go I don't know what this game's dumb I keep getting fucking killed by these dumb ass slimes I don't know where to go but if you do sort of like grit your teeth if you do keep playing through it if sort of some sort of things do click and it's like oh that's actually really fun and then it progresses and it's like well this is actually a good time and figuring things out on your own is like it's very satisfying like it does drip feed you clues but then putting all those clues together literally yeah it's like oh this is what you have to do fantastic and I think there was only one part I needed a guide for but that was because it was the isometric view was fucking me over there was like a path I had to go down but like I didn't think I could because it's a it was like, yeah, a, I think I had that yeah, it, yeah, And that was sort of a bit fair. i uh, sorry, a bit unfair. I, uh,
5: yep. I want to mention very quickly because I find it funny. If you Google tunic, the first thing that popped up is tunic on steam. And then it's a whole bunch of people also ask what is tunic for clothes? Is tunic a topper dress? Is tunic a furry game?
3: <laughs> is tunic like
5: Zelda? Can you have a fursuit and not be a furry? What is the most popular furry costume?
0: That really devolves very quickly. <laughs> hey, uh, Josh, I, I don't know how to tell you this. Those are populated based on your search history. <laughs> I fucking hope not.
4: <laughs> Wait a minute. That's, it's got that time thing. These are all historical searches. Wait wow, a minute. These purple links.
3: All the links. <laughs> <laughs> it just I started blending his search history with
1: the tunic search history.
3: <laughs> Um but yeah I, yeah. I
0: like the I like the idea that Josh Josh gets stuck on something in Tunic and so he goes to Google and he looks up, like, can you have a birth suit and not be a berry? <laughs> <I'm,
3: laughs>
0: and four hours later he's like, Well that was interesting. So like
5: I'll just be searching like, oh can you have a shield and not be a
4: berry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Tunic, it's i I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh towards the end the, the final boss is a bit kind of fucking bullshit. Um, and then I had to sort of like, you know what, I'm just going to ooga-booga it. Like, just literally don't even bar- worry about the iframes as just you attack, 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 and I eventually, like, that ooga-boogering it work, as it always does in video games. So, um, at the moment, it's rated 9 out of 10 and
5: 95%. What would you give it?
4: Um, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah? Alright.
3: <laughs> yeah, wow. It's,
4: it's, I, could, I could sort of see why people, like, enjoy it that much, but some of those secrets being, like, how the fuck would you be able to, like even like during normal gameplay, not, not ex- excluding the achievements towards the end, there are sort of certain secrets and upgrades and stuff that it's like, unless, like if you didn't know isometric views and how they purposely hide stuff, you would not be able to get there. And that sort of hurts its accessibility. So then it just turns down, it just becomes every time you enter a new map, if you're in a new area, okay, I can see... Three areas that are obscured by the map. Let's see if I can go behind them. Oh, big surprise, I can. And it just sort of makes it a weird predictability type of thing. But then at the same right. time, it's it's becomes the same curse of, oh, look, that wall's a different color. Let me bomb it and see it open. Yeah.
2: Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a video game trope, and I don't have an answer on how to make it better. But no, 8 out of 10, very good. Sweet. thumbs up. Thank you. I like how the scale
1: goes from 7 out of 10 is alright to 8 out of 10. It's very
3: good.
0: <laughs> no,
1: 5 out of 10 is alright. 6 out of 10 is uh,
4: better than alright. 7 out of 10 is pretty good. 8 out of 10 is excellent. 9 out of 10 is close to perfect.
0: No, no, no. 7 out of 10 is too much water. Thanks, <laughs> oh. Auckland. <I'd> like Auckland. <laughs> Just like that guy's wife.
2: Well, I don't know why I was going that. Yeah. Hey, tunics are also a fashionable accessory as well. I feel like I didn't really talk about that too much. That's the, that, that's, that's the sequel. Ah. Or the, the sequel to my
0: furry friend's other.
5: Uh, currently for the record, by the way, it's $45. So it's half the price of a full regular price AAA game. So pretty good value. I don't think it's worth the- What do you mean? 40. It's less
4: than half price. Is it? Or is it $45
2: Australian? 45
4: Australian, yeah. So, so that's like what? 13000 in New Zealand?
0: Um, <laughs> okay, well, first of all, how that's How shells is but, that in New Zealand no, currency? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we still use the big stones that we, that we uh, roll ah, places. Oh, yes, I was thinking shovels and water. Let me, let me tell you, that's the only time. <laughs> that was well, a good one. Thanks. But uh, it's, it's, the, it's the only time where um, EB giving you a shitty trade in deal is okay because it means you don't have to roll as many big rocks to your truck. <laughs>
3: okay. oh. That was so dumb. Uh, <laughs> just, I like, just like, I like the idea the yeah, of Eevee using the last rocks to for carry, but
0: you still have trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you, know, and you know who provides those trucks, Josh? Tesla. This was the one time you could have done a sweet oh, no. brand <laughs> activation, but no. You had to just... I had to throw it away. You drowned it like you almost drowned in that pool for an hour. <laughs> almost.
3: <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, thank you for that, Steve. Um, I would like to jump in and talk about the ending of Unbound. Uh, so unbound. So this, is Finally, unbound. this is Need for Speed Unbound. This is Need for Speed Unbound. Need for Speed colon
1: unbound. Um... Colon? <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>
2: call off? Uh, I... that, that joke only worked
1: with Pokemon Legends colon RCS. I don't
0: know. I think the real ones uh, re- re- uh, remember that from you know, not needing the prompt, but thanks anyway, Seth. Um, so where I got to when I gave my thoughts on it was about halfway-ish. Yeah, about, about halfway um through and basically stand by everything that I said the highs are really high, the lows are really low. Um the to talk about the the ending in a couple of bits. Uh one, holy fuck, the AI is just all over the place in in high in the, the highest difficulty. And not in the uh so to to take one point from what I when when I talked about unbound the, the last time, it's that I really like games that treat you and everyone around you as sort of as players, like you don't get special treatment and you also don't get like you don't get special treatment in the good way or the bad way. You're just a, a, like an AI. Basically, you get treated like an NPC and at the higher difficulties, it becomes really clear that the game doesn't have a good way of doing that because the highest, dif- well, difficulty is not the right word, the highest performance class where you're, you're up with all the Lamborghinis and Ferraris and like all the, the, the top spec performance class. There are usually eight NPCs in a race and the slowest NPC you can lap fairly consistently if it's a circuit race and that doesn't seem right. <laughs> and then at the other end of it, you have one or two AIs who outperform not just the performance class of their car, but the performance class Human of limits. what you have access <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, Like, honestly, yeah. And it's both a blessing and a curse that they have this rival system because you know which NPCs will be the ones that are just absolute hell on earth to beat. There's something that I keep talking about when I talk about Forza Horizon with this sort of king driver tar mentality where, uh, I think I mentioned it when I talked about Unbound previously as well, where uh, if you, for whatever reason, Can't get into first fast enough, there will be one NPC that has just decided to become the kind of champion of all NPCs. And if you look at where cars are on a map, that NPC will be way out in front. And then like 10 seconds back will be second place, which is usually you or another an NPC close to you. And then like the the, sort of the Peloton Chase group, and then the rest of the pack. And it's the same at the highest difficulty in, in Unbound, which is really frustrating because I thought we were I I, I sort of come to expect it from Horizon and it's annoying that it came up again in Unbound. And in Unbound it's an AI, uh, well it's it's a a rival called Shimizu who uh, let's just put things in context I use 200,000 in-game dollars, whatever you want to call it, to buy my S Plus car Uh, I bought a Porsche GT2 RS 250 odd thousand dollars and Shimizu is using a LaFerrari. <laughs> which you can buy in game. But would cost about 1.5 million. <laughs> and you just do not have. Because of the time. That, like, Because of the time mechanics. On how the game progresses. You simply will not get. 1.5 million dollars. Unless you go out of your way. To just constantly restart the last day. To just keep building up cash. Mm. And so. If you do not make it to anywhere near Shimizu in the first couple corners, he's gone. And there is maybe a 1% chance that he crashes or something happens that he, that he um, cr- like slows down or that you can get, yeah, get to him. Um, I know that this happened because one of the events is this big oval circuit that you do and uh, it's very, very banked. And there's something, I don't quite understand what it's doing with the physics model. But when your car is on like a 45 degree angle going around a bank, it can start becoming unstable. And it was really funny watching Shimizu going around this bank's turn and then just disappearing up <laughs> where he just lost control and like jumped out the, the top side of the oval. Um, but it's, it's absolutely fucked trying to fight a LaFerrari in a car that you simply just cannot compete with. Uh, we got there. And, uh, the final event, the whole, the big, the grand, this is not a spoiler because they tell you this is the whole thing that you're playing for. This is, this is everything you're playing for. On the way there, they have a, uh, they have a, uh, Morb, uh, Morbius moment where oh boy, Rydell It's, it's, it's it, on the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, almost, almost, uh, Rydell, he, he rings you on your way to the, to the grand and he's like, uh, and he's like, all right, kid, it's time to find the need, the need for, Oh shit, what is it? What is it? I know that there's there's some turn of and, and your character's just like, Rydell, don't say it. Don't say it. The need for speed, that's what it is. Thanks, Rydell. Oh, Jesus. It's there's a lot like, of writing
5: like that that's <laughs> like really cringe but also really funny. There's a there's a side quest yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, um what was it called? It was like like need for weeb or something like that. And you pick up this anime dude who's like shills um that really old anime to you where they're um, drifting and he's balancing the noodle cup and stuff. Initial D. He basically tells you the plot of Initial D while you're driving and escaping
0: from the cops. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and the, there's another great moment where uh, it's at the start of the grand in the cutscene. And basically, a whole bunch of story happens. really doesn't matter what the story is. You were talking to uh, one of your rivals, and they're like, but what if neither of us win, the, uh, win this event? And, and your character straight up says, I don't know, maybe we uh, raise a crew, go racing, maybe perform some heists, talk about family, drink some beers, and then do that eight or nine times. <laughs>
3: that's so good. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's very good.
0: <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like, because he's doing it completely straight-faced as well. And I'm sitting there on the couch like, holy fuck. <laughs> that, that, that's There's amazing. There's also a lot of good, like, radio um,
5: interviews with, like, the... Um...
0: Like what? What are they doing? It's like they're running for mayor or something. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah yeah it's it's a political campaign for mayor. So th- this this is what I want to get into. So um, yes, there are some great ones where it's kind of the GTA esque uh, political satire on the radio, and most of it is is excellent, um, really good. So um, in the grand big final thing, um, you have to do four races, one in each performance class, uh, and uh, the whole thing is that at the same time this is happening, there is a mayoral, mayoral Whatever that word is, election on the the Meryl election has zero bearing, <laughs> not only on the grand but the story of the game in general. Like the only reason that they're having an election campaign Content. on is for the <laughs> yeah. radio interviews. That that's, that's
5: it. That's great though. Oh, like I didn't expect it, it to was, have any was, impact, but like seeing like hearing some of the stuff, it'll be like. Like, oh, you think we should have, like, less... What was it? It was like, there's something about, like, oh, he's, he's trying to talk about libertarians, and he's obviously very right-wing. He's like, we should have less librarians, and he's like, oh, wait, no, 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 I didn't mean that, and then they start, like, ripping into him and stuff, and it's, it's
0: really funny. The, there's, also, um, there's also other banger lines, like, um, uh, I'm, I'm just like you guys. I have my nanny put on my pants one leg at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, um, <laughs> He, he he gets asked, um, he gets asked uh, do you think your lack of political experience is going to be an issue if you do become elected for mayor? And, and he kind of stammers for a bit and he's like, well, back when I was a child, I went fishing with my dad. <laughs> oh no! And my nanny just slapped a fishing rod in my hand and told me, go catch a fish.
2: And so I started fishing. And at that point, I hadn't seen a fish other than what nanny had prepared me for dinner. So it was a
0: bit of a shock that I finally see a fish in all of its glory before my daddy smashed it against a rock. <laughs> and that is how I want to and, and that is how I will approach being a man. <laughs> Smash
1: it against a rock.
5: Dude. Yeah. There's, there's some, like most of the writing is like pretty, like, eh, that's like underwhelming kind of stuff. And then they just have some fucking bangers.
0: Like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a grab bag. I, I quite enjoy it. it. It is a little trite, but it's also what you yeah. expect in a game like Need for Speed. Um, anyway, so, so, uh, yeah, there's, there's four events in the, in, in the grand. Um, really, it really doesn't matter what the events are. The point is, uh, in the, uh, in the NPC, in the rival list, rather, uh, Shimizu is one of them <laughs> in the, in the first event and all three, uh, and sorry, all four events are eliminators. You got, starts with eight, goes down to six, goes down to, th- uh, three, and then the winner takes so the whole you thing at the, at the start of the first one. so <laughs>
3: exactly
0: brilliant so all of my Forza Horizon online lobby training kicked in <laughs> you must take them out and I straight corner. up murdered Shimizu yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: And, the, and the best part is through, through the first event you and one of your rivals are just constantly having phone calls back and forth just jeering, jeering each other and, and all that sort of stuff and so in the second event I made an a to knock her out
5: <laughs> so she can't call
0: you
3: anymore <laughs> yeah. <Does she> <laughs> call you in the so I wanted to the test sunlight? it
0: no, 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 that, that's the thing. That, that's what I wanted to test. I wanted to test whether the game still makes her ring you as, as if it's part of a pre-planned voice line thing. And I suspect it would have been, but it's just silent. <laughs> and it's really funny because she acts like she came second. <laughs> that's good. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I, I did like the ending of it. Um, what I didn't like, I tried online. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it has been a few awesome. months.
0: Forza Horizon, excellent online experience, and also excellent integration between single player and multiplayer. In terms of what you do in single player, you know, like you you smash, uh, sorry, you go through like a speed gate, and you know it's it's relative to other players, all that sort of stuff. Online, there's none of that. You're just in a lobby, and you do playlists. That's that's literally it. It's it's really. Weird. Like all of your progression is completely separate. You have like I've finished the game. I have a million dollars in the bank because that's what you win from the grand. And I'm at the weird point where I don't really know if it's worth continuing with single player because it would only be for completionist, which part of me wants to do, but there are so many online specific trophies I don't know if I can be bothered. But you go to online, you have zero dollars, you gotta pick a car, you gotta make your character again. It's it's a completely oh, that's separate weird. progression. Yeah, it's yeah. yuck. And so all of the cars that you've spent ages customizing and stuff, uh, gone. Locked to single player. Uh, you have to redo everything. And the only way to get money is playlists, uh, playing with other people. And, Yuck. you know, it has, it has been a couple months since release, but um, all the playlists, at the, I only spent a couple hours in here, so I don't know if it was just the time of day that I picked or what have you, but uh, the most... People I saw going into a playlist in a supposedly fifteen odd player lobby was about three, and they don't fill it with NPCs. It's just players.
5: Hmm. And you were playing it's with a the friend right? Very so you, weird. Were,
0: you were two of those players. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. So we were Ugh. two. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's it's weird because there's no there's no need there's no like <laughs> there's no need for why, speed why, if you would kind of, no, like, it's like you would, hung. but it's, but, <laughs> okay, now, now you're pushing it, but it's, it's kind of like a, why would you bother? What's the draw? Like, um, I really like the horizon experience because you have a sick car or whatever, and then you can take it online and play with it offline. But to have everything so split and locked to their respective progressions, it's difficult because I already have a bunch of the cars that I like driving and I don't, I would rather use more playtime to get other cars, not the same cars I already know I like just because they're good cars and online. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I know the reason why they've done it, and it's not a good reason.
5: It's purely so that they didn't have to create the separate tiers and everything like Forza has, where you can play like A tier cars or you can only play like S tier cars or whatever like that. No, they still have that. Or in the same playlist, though, can't you just bring whatever?
0: No, they. If if you don't have a car that matches, they just stick you in a in a. Oh, I was under the impression I
5: didn't have it when I tried to load it up. But okay.
0: No, no. So, so when when you when you go to the playlist, the playlist will be like, "Hey, this is a B class. Hey, this is an S class. Whatever." And I have, I don't even know what car I picked at the start, but I have a car and it's B class because I don't have any money to spend on upgrading it. And then I I wanted to know what happened, so I was like, "Yeah, let's do an S class um, or an S plus class uh, playlist event." And they're just like, "Hey, here's a four GT." Oh, oh that's... <laughs> okay. I don't understand why they've done it at all. Then that's really, really dumb. No, my my guess is to make it easier for crossplay. That's that's a complete guess. But that's in the only what way giving the benefit, the, the, benefit of the doubt. Well, because like, um, uh, look at some of the games that have tried to announce, like uh, Monster Hunter, for example. It was too hard to bring save data across to a different platform, right? I'm imagining. One of the difficulties with crossplay is syncing data in that sort of way, and so it would be easier from the development side to just completely split it off as this is multiplayer. This works regardless of the platform you're on. That's my guess. I have no idea if I'm right. I'm not in the gaming industry, but if that if it's not for a reason like that, it feels really bolted on for no reason. My take on
1: that would have been like for Monster Hunter Rise. It's already a a game that's out, so like. Trying to make it work uh, afterwards is something that would have been a difficulty, but for Need for Speed Unbound, having crossplayed right out the gates, they should have just had things tied to service to make that work. I think it all
5: is tied yeah. to service anyway. So I don't understand why it doesn't work.
1: Uh, who, who knows, yeah, it who really knows, but the, 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 the point is the, the, the multiplayer,
0: multiplayer was really subpar. Um, two other points that I want to hit about the Grand, just because I forgot them. Um, one... Uh sorry not the grand but just the the end of the game playing through it. Um in the rivals list one of the things you can do is you can make bets against where you think you're going to place in, in a puts list the first of uh, thing you're players in the
5: Crack? I swear to god.
0: <laughs> uh so p- partially partially which is one why you never bet against yeah. Shimizu. <laughs> but two, but two. I don't know if this was part of his contract, but ASAP Rocky is always the highest rated player in the in the group, even though he consistently comes, like, sixth. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ah, fuck off. No, that's shit. And it's it's really funny, because it means that you just get free money by betting against- (laughs)
5: that's so funny. What the hell? I never noticed that. I was always betting against the weeb cars so I could see the cars up
0: close, because it zooms in on your rival car. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm going to bet on the car I want to (laughs) see. So that's part one, and here is part two, and this is such an underrated, but I'm glad they put it in there, moment of- I don't remember when I unlocked it, I think it was from finishing the game. Or if not something really close to finishing the game, one of the horns you can get is ASAP Rocky just saying the word "beep." That is excellent. That is so <laughs> good. Not as good as
5: the Forza Horizon Microsoft Teams notification sound, but uh, up there. Fine. No, but that's obviously so that, that's
0: licensed. I, I prefer the um the error sound.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
5: it's a good
0: one. Sure. It's also a good one. Yeah, yeah the, the, there's a there's a bit of distortion, so you know it's not your computer actually crashing, but it's 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 pretty annoying. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I just, I just want to, so, um, the, the reason why I I want to give this, because this will be the final thing I say about Unbound, this kind of circles back to talking about Ragnarok last week, I'm pretty sure, where I gave Unbound, I think an 8 out of 10, still sits about 8 out of 10, um, from having finished it. I really disliked the multiplayer. Actually, probably one of the worst multiplayer experiences I've had in a while, but I never bought Unbound with the intention of playing and enjoying multiplayer, so the Unbound multiplayer has no bearing on my score. And I don't know if I'm in the minority or the, or the majority of the people here who would agree that if the multiplayer is bad, it should tank the score a little bit. I do, uh-huh. okay, so did the, did the multiplayer
4: ruin your experience of playing the game?
1: Yeah, I think that's where I'd come from as well, because like you said, you didn't ha- go in with the intention of um, of playing the multiplayer all that much. So, doesn't yeah. it, you, and so your, your score reflects com- what you wanted
0: out of the game and what you got? Yeah. And because it's completely separate, I'm still content giving it an eight out of ten because the single player is great amongst the the issues that I've already spoken about in whatever episode. I'm um, of the
5: opinion that, like, obviously your score is subjective. So to you, your score should be based on whatever you want it to be. But on the, on the other hand, if you had such a bad time as part of that game, as long as you're disclosing that in some way or another before you give that score,
0: then that's fine. Which he did. Yeah,
5: exactly. So I don't think it's the, Well, the, the it's, it's, it's,
0: it's more, I disclosed it in saying that I haven't played the multiplayer yet, so the multiplayer, I think oh, I no, said the words now. the multiplayer might be fantastic, and yeah. I don't know.
1: Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, I have no chance to not yet. Yeah. <laughs> You,
1: you, like, yeah. went into a lobby, saw it was a mess, and no doubt. Yeah, exactly. So, like,
5: like <laughs> saying, coming on this week, because like if you, like, if I was listening to this podcast and you said nothing about the multiplayer and said 8 out of 10, and I went, oh, that might be really fun, I might pick it up to play with friends, and then I get on it as, like, one of the worst experiences I've ever had, <laughs> then I'd be pretty salty. But, like, that's, it's all subjective, mm. so, I don't know, it doesn't really matter too much.
0: Yeah. No, no, I'm, I, I just, I'm not looking to make this a big discussion. I'm just, I'm just curious because it doesn't, bear, it doesn't have any bearing on my score, mm. but that is sort of it is what it is. Mm. And the, the, final, the final point, which is another sort of musing that you can take with what you will, um, the only things that I have left to do in single player are the um, achievement hunting, the collectibles, smashing all the bear statues, smashing all the billboards, getting three stars on all of the events around. The lack of a fast travel system. Oh, Yeah. I can't be I can't oh, be thinking I, to, wait, I was I'm waiting, waiting for a it forget about
1: that for, it's a for, big Forza horizon
0: hat. fantastic go to yeah it is for, Forza of horizon fast travel to the end of this road where you pick up enough speed and you can get the the three stars on you know whatever thing you're doing this game start from one of the specific garages and safe houses pick the car that you think you're going to need drive there Find realize the it's not the yeah. right car GG. Fuck
5: around and then find out. <laughs> uh, the, Forza also has yeah. a good system where obviously you can get your card delivered to you. And also, um, like, if you if you mess up slightly on trying to get one of those billboards or whatever, and you leap off a cliff, and it's a fucking long way back to that cliff, you can rewind, and it's fine, and you can try again. Yeah. This doesn't have that.
0: <laughs> there, there are a whole bunch of little yeah. things. I, um, I, I won't be speaking about Unbound anymore on this unless someone else plays it and we get into a discussion about it. I but, think I'll finish it, to uh, be honest. Yeah. I... I have a little, it's almost like it's, it's honestly giving me Pokemon legends, Colin Arceus vibes of here is how I would fix this game. And I don't think any of them are that big. It's just here are a bunch of little changes. Uh, if you'd like to hear that, I guess, I guess let, let, let me know. But uh, otherwise it, it won't be delivered here. I don't know whether I'll put something else somewhere up about it, but anyway, that's, that's all I want to say about Unbound. Still an eight out of 10 game, but fuck the multiplayer. <laughs> Uh, right. Next up, uh, Seth, Crisis Core slash Sackboy Big Adventure. Cannot wait to see I how this like goes. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, God. Yeah. Big here, one. here we go. <laughs> you, you're the one that told me to pick, do both yeah, of them at the same I time. I my mind. I change my mind. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Crisis Core because that's the game I cared more about. Um oh, cool. So, Crisis Cause, a game that just came out recently, and uh, well, a re-release.
3: <laughs> I don't like, like the re-release, re-release
1: <laughs> of wait, a game wait, that came it? out <laughs> in 2007 or 8. Yeah. Well, wasn't that your uh, your new release game of the year last year? <laughs> yes. And it came out on the PSP
5: in like, yeah, like 2007 or something? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there's, a, there's enough changes in this to make it a new game, basically and, making the combat a lot better than it was in the PSP game. It still
5: looks like a PSP game. <laughs>
1: Uh, it looks no, bad. It, doesn't. it, it really just, looks like it has
4: that. Animations
1: from a PSP game.
4: <laughs> yeah, but oh, I've seen. To be fair, I've seen screenshots of the yeah. game. Like, I've not seen it in motion. And from what I've seen of the screenshot, it looks like it's got like a. It's nowhere near the quality of Final Fantasy VII like remake. To be well, fair, I was going to say it's got, it's got like a Final Fantasy VII coat of paint on it. Yeah. yeah um, it's, it-
1: it's uh, like a lower fidelity remake coat of paint. Because mm. this is this is also out on everything. Like the remake's just on PS4 and PS five and PC. Just um, basically everything is... but
3: anyway. <laughs>
1: uh, on Xbox. No, th- and, <laughs> Not yet. and and yeah, Crisis Core is on the Xboxes and Switch as well. So it that that's actually on everything. And oh, you know I it's, it's on the Switch, Jesus, yeah, it's got to anyway, run on it the Switch, like which PSP is game. why it looks like that. Yeah.
0: Oh that's that's just a problem. shame. Good, good thing it also runs on the Switch, yeah, right, right, Josh? Well, it
1: does
2: run on the Steam Deck. Everything runs on the Steam Deck, right? You just gotta work hard, for it. it. <laughs> and uh, derail. Yeah, what, wait, what? Yeah, I was <laughs> derailed and I lost where I was. Um, just anyway, anyway, guys, we're right.
3: talking about Gil.
1: Hey. Um, this is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, so it's following the events of um, Zach Fair. Oh, so it's
0: Final Fantasy VI.
1: I hate You'd that. Think so. <laughs> You'd think so, but it's between six and seven. So you know, more of an a call, the pre sequel, <laughs> so, if you will.
3: So,
1: so it's, it's yeah, the call well, of all, Final Fantasy seven.
0: Me. Second of all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, second of all, so so it's Final Fantasy six point five, birth oh, by yeah. death. At least.
1: Oh, well, in a I, 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 was, now, try, I was trying right. to think of a way to make Dream Drop Distance and Birth by Sleep work together, and I just no. My mind you don't have tanks. to make a Kingdom Hearts
4: reference. You can <laughs> but Patrick that. already
1: did it, and now I got yeah, yeah, yeah. to join. Yep, Patrick, Seth, jump over. bridge, Seth. Did
4: you do it?
3: Yeah, yes. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts
0: <laughs> at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> Seth, the, uh, the tangent you're looking for was uh, <laughs> dro- dropped to sleep.
2: <laughs> That's wow. how the graphics look. yeah. But no, I, yeah, actually, I do I do like the arts. I don't know if it's the art style
1: or just the effects I like on um on Crisis Core because every hit just sends sparks flying off the enemies. It's, like, really visually satisfying to just hit enemies. Sparks
0: flying out of your GP. Yeah. <laughs> on the Listen, Switch, if every probably. Time, if, if every time Mads I... Man's out here looking like an arc welder.
1: If every time I got, like, a really big, like... Boom! Out of my PC whenever I did a great sword slash on Monster Hunter, uh, it would it would add so much the experience. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's the um. What, what's the guy? Ah, um... oh, shit! Uh, it was a YouTube video it came out about a year or two ago where he put the largest like um the largest vibration uh next to that guy's wife. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, no, the, the rumble pack. He he got like uh, he got the biggest like industrial sized rumble pack and just put it on his table and rigged up. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me it was uh, a glass just table. It up and to whatever shattered. game he was playing. <laughs> <sighs> uh, shoot, I'm gonna have to find this for, for afterwards. But uh, anyway, point point is, Seth, someone's already done that.
1: <laughs> that that's. I need that. I need that just for the um the great swords. The true charge slash. Understandable. Anyway, um, yeah. So this game follows. Um... So Final Fantasy XIV, Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that's twice as many as that's <laughs> two Final Fantasy sevens.
5: This isn't Final Fantasy seven. It's the Final Fantasy Crisis Core.
1: It's Final Fantasy seven Crisis Core. Actually, is I don't that think right? that's right. I I think I'm pretty sure, I it's, sure I it's just Final it Fantasy, Fantasy Crisis, crisis core. core. I don't think it says seven <laughs> at all.
0: Well, seven is for the crisis and seven is for the core, <laughs> so it's fourteen all up. Just it like is Crisis Core
1: Final Fantasy 7. That's a dumb name. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's drop to a three. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's- really? Really, Josh? All of the
0: Final Fantasies, <laughs> and this is the hill you're willing to die for. Yes, off. actually, no. <laughs> this is Final the dumb name. Type Zero,
5: whatever it was, was the dumbest name.
0: That was a good no, game. It was a shit game. I got it for $5, a
5: $5 wasn't game. Even that it worth was bad. It wasn't even mid. I don't know. Anyway, Final Fantasy Tans-
0: Stranger of Paradise is a bit of a weird name, yeah, too. That was that Final Fantasy Origin. Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, that was a meme.
1: Other uh, way around. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Ah, uh, okay, whatever. Talk about Final
3: Fantasy. <laughs> <core laughs> they, right. so they don't say a bunch, <laughs>
5: Steven. They just swap it up every time. That's how they feel on the day.
1: Yeah, you know, that's just how Square Enix works. They make really dumb titles, and then they put them in reverse. You're right. Just to fuck with us.
5: This is a very Square Enix thing to do.
1: They, they, they record
0: they record half of it uh, right to left and half of it left to right and then just I see what happens. I for the sequel
2: for Babylon. Nah. <laughs> I mean, anyway, Seth. Sony already this, did this that with Forspoken. Hey. This, 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 this video game, this is definitely
1: one of the video games of all time. In fact, I believe I said it was one of the top five video games of last year. But it's Final Fantasy 7. No, this is Crisis so Core so Final did, Fantasy
4: 7. This game didn't come out like last <laughs> year, Anyway, anyway, we're, com- we're drier than you again. Okay, tell us why you think that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this um this game follows um Zach because uh what happened to Cody? <laughs> I knew I knew someone was going to say it. I fucking knew it. I should have said the last name. Um, Zach is the tich- uh, like the g- guy that um everyone loves in the sp- Seven Universe. He's uh, he's basically everyone's friend. He's basically an energetic little puppy for half the game. Um he's, uh, he's Aerith's original boyfriend because, um, it, at the beginning of Final Fantasy 7, they allude that Aerith had a boyfriend before, uh, hiring Cloud to become her bodyguard. To become so her boyfriend, yes. getting...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're, we're just, yeah, that's just what I heard. we're just getting all of this backstory about who this guy is that's affected so many people's lives. And, um, they, t- since they can't do a lot with Sephiroth in this because it's based on the time period where Sephiroth was a good guy, uh, before he loses his mind, they also have um, this other two uh, soldier first-class members named Genesis and Angel. Angel is um, Zack's tutor, and Genesis is the friend of Sephiroth and Angel, and also the main bad guy of this game, where his whole shtick is... Um, his entire body is degrading, and he's trying to just find a way to make sure that it um that he can stabilize his condition at all cost. And to do it, he starts doing that by taking down Shinra, um, making clones of himself, and just going after the entire Shinra organization to get what he wants. Um, and yeah, it just goes through Zack's kind of uh, journey of dealing with Genesis, dealing with Angeal, um. Finding finding his reason for fighting in Soldier, uh, and eventually having the Nibelheim incident happen, which is basically the um the instigating incident of the entire Final Fantasy VII storyline of like where everything takes a turn for the worst. That's where Cloud starts heading into his journey for Final Fantasy Seven, um, leading to the end of Zack's story where Sephiroth becomes the villain that he's known as. Um yeah, so they just go into a lot of um, ex- explaining all of that, and it's a really fun story all throughout. Um, Zack is honestly one of my favorite characters in the entire franchise. Like, he's so upbeat and energetic, it's just hard not to like his presence on screen. Um, he's, the only problem I have with this is that they've changed the entire voice cast compared to... Uh, so they're keeping the remake voice cast, which is completely different from the original Crisis Core one, and Zach and Sephiroth still sound ex- awful compared to their original voice actors. Hmm.
3: We
2: we'll just I get think, Chris Pratt to do no, it, please. Yeah. No. Do you think it's strange
5: that they went out of their way to name everyone some weird name, and then they're just like, "Hey, we need to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's Zach. Zach. We need someone that the people can like project themselves onto." <laughs> so here's
1: Zach. <laughs> Uh, Zach's always just had his own name, so the people with weirder names are what were made for these uh, this game specifically. Mm. And um yeah, their, their names aren't very subtle, like Genesis being the genesis of the get the series' issues, mm. and Jill
2: being just Angel Barrette because he's the one with Angels. <laughs> That's clever, but is it? Yeah. So, has cloud that, have they changed being named much after from- what happened to him as a child when a cloud fell on his head?
0: <laughs> when he was dropped from a cloud? <laughs> when he was in strife? Um, hey. so-
4: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> just like that guy's wife. So, <laughs> <You're there. laughs> but it, but isn't it so? If you played uh, the PSP game and then you played this game. Is there that much of a difference?
0: Would, yeah. Would you notice the graphical change? <laughs> yeah, no,
4: no, okay. like, I mean, in terms of like um, combat or how the story's run or uh, how is the story? Cause my understanding is the story is presented in like uh, not how a series you... of flashbacks. But it's like it's like mission based or something. A Series of flashbacks. You're probably wondering how I got here. Record
1: scratch. scratch. So, so you're so you're yeah. getting a you're getting a mix of things. So the main pr- the main meat and potatoes of this game if you want to like fully get everything out of it is by doing missions where you go to a save point and you just like load up like i think there's 200 missions in this game there's Lord. a lot um and they're just like short little things where you run around at, like one of six or seven different types of environments maybe it's 10 i'm not too sure on that but they're just like short burst missions where um, at the end of them you get rewarded with higher level material um, just to make the main story easier or move up the mission ranks and uh, eventually go into the super boss of the game. Um, yeah, that's like the main like crux of if you really enjoy the um, gameplay of the game you go and do the missions but the main game's structure is basically the same as um it's like seven remake, I guess, where it's more chapter based and you just go through, do a little bit of a story. And if you mainline it, these chapters are really short. Like, you could finish this game in two hours if you're skipping cutscenes. Wow. Maybe less. Like, it's really short.
5: Sounds like a PSP game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just about to say that. Yeah. But, um, for major changes the only real big changes is the combat system and the graphics and the graphics like you just straight up you can see what the difference is uh, night and day between those um but the gameplay is uh, massively changed like the old style was mo- kind of like sorry excuse me um so you kind of take kingdom hearts command uh, menu But instead of having, like, attack, magic, item, and so on, the old one was, the old combat system was you had attack and then you could shift through whatever materia you had equipped and items at the very end. Uh, This is more of, like, an actual, like, more similar to what the Seven Remakes combat system is like. And having, uh, using the shortcut commands is what all your materia are connected to. And they do interesting things with that, like the more um, regular hits in a combo you do, uh, and then you trigger a melee-specific sp- uh, uh, material, you'll do extra damage on that. Or um, if you're in the middle of a combo and do a magic material, you'll actually jump back before casting just to give you room to uh, pop it off before an enemy can hit you.
2: Hmm. And...
1: Uh, there's also these, there were also these unskippable attacks that you would do or, um, limit breaks, basically. You had limit breaks and enemies had limit breaks in the original game. In this game, uh, in the original, they would just pop off whenever they were happening. But in this, you can, uh, either store your limit break and press triangle to activate it whenever you want, or click in both sticks if it's a summon or a, um, yeah, just a summon, just a summon um and you can have two of those stocked up as well so you can have a, a triangle limit and a doll stick um summons uh, both up at the same time if you're lucky enough with the roulette well real spins which I'll explain in a second um but enemy limit breaks they will have a um when they go to charge their limit break they'll have a um a progress bar that starts at 100 while they're casting it and if you can drop that all the way down to zero percent, you'll knock them out of being able to do their limit break. And if you don't get it that down, that far down, at every twenty five percent increment, it'll drop and do less damage if it does go off. So there's like a reward to be aggressive and do a DPS check, basically, um, to get through their what was unskippable attacks in the original game and just make the
2: uh, make the game run that little bit faster and a little bit better. Okay. What well, about this are roulette system? enjoying it, though? Yeah, it seems <laughs> yeah. like that roulette system seems shit. Yeah. But yeah. as someone who hasn't played it, like, are you no, enjoying it?
1: No. so the, the roulette system is uh, basically just a luck factor thing shit. where const- constantly throughout the entire uh, battle, there'll be a um, roulette of um, pictures and uh, of numbers from one to seven are running in the top left corner. Um, it's free pictures and free numbers. If it, at least two of the pictures match up, and you get like a pair of up, like a matching set of numbers, you'll get benefits. Or if all three pictures line up, then that's when you get a limit break. And all of the there's like seven characters on there that it could line up for. So it's kind of, it's not really intrusive. Um, it's just kind of there and a luck factor of if you get a limit break or not. Um, as you're constantly going, you'll get to, uh, benefits like infinite AP or infinite MP, or you become invincible for a little bit, or even leveling up is tied to it. And leveling up becomes more common the more XP you have banks, um, which is, is invisible to you how much XP you have, which is kind of annoying but you can kind of just brute force it into getting to max level if you wanted to. Um, but no, it's kind of unintrusive. It's kind of like a fun little thing that's just kind of in the game, and they use it in a really smart way thematically in the game's climax, which I guess is a fucking... <laughs> it's a 15-year-old game, so... If Don't you spoil it, guys... I want to play it. Okay, fine, I won't spoil it. But no, the game's, like, really, really good. It's highly recommendable. I really enjoyed it. Um, do I need to play Final Fantasy 7? You do not. In fact, right. the, um, the game ends with a to-be-continued-in-Final Fantasy VII message. So you, oh. could go,
2: <laughs> you could go
1: into this, like, blind, and then go into Final Fantasy 7, and it just adds a little more context that um, wasn't there in the original game. It was kind of, like, inferred in the original game. But you won't have anything ruined for it.
2: Ah, oh, okay. Well, all right then. I'll get to it eventually. After they bring 7 to the Xbox. You know what? I wonder if Crisis Core is on Game Pass.
1: It is not on Game Pass. I will tell you that right it's now. It's not on Game Pass. Okay, then yeah. no. I, I guess you'll play it when it eventually hits Game Pass. Everything
4: always comes to Game Pass. Baby, we're getting that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game. Oh, mwah. why fucking pay for games anymore? Um, <laughs> so that you can play Crisis Core. Cool. I guess that's sort of all right. <laughs> <laughs> True. Just like that man's but wife.
1: Play games on release that aren't on Game Pass on release.
2: Yeah, I can't think of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right, cool. Thank you very much for that, Seth. What would you give it out of 10? I think I'd give it like an
1: 8 out of 10. Very enjoyable. Hmm, this is a day of 8s. It is a day of 8s. No, no, full of eight.
2: There's a mosquito in this room, and I lost him. So if I start clapping for a bit, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, sounds like it's time for the news. Cool. Like, do do yeah? Do do you want us to like wait for you to take the mosquito out
0: or? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. It's it's on the other side of the room. You got you. you tech, t- t- commercial, commercial. <laughs> Welcome back to Toyotathon. (laughs) (laughs) Sumathon featuring, uh...
1: (laughs) Ford,
2: I'm sorry, I tried to stop them.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think if there was... Had some plain words with the word dodge in there.
2: Anyway, um... Just like that man's wife. (sighs) All I'm
5: saying is that we'll do a key or something if they gift us all a stinger.
0: Or, Stinger. alternatively, Stinger. It's a great uh, we, we would do a Kia something if people doing the Kia challenge want to just send us some extras. The Kia challenge? Yeah, where, like, because they didn't have immobilizers but for, like, eight years of production, all Kias, Hyundais, and, um, uh, there was one other car brand affected as well, were, like, very, very easy <gasps> oh, to steal. I've been seeing stuff about that, actually. I didn't realize it was because they didn't have immobilizers. What the hell? I, I think it was, I think it was a lack of immobilizers. It was, Wrong, wrong sort of content for for, for this, but and it was something something like that. There was a manufacturing defect that meant that you could steal one in like under a minute. And Coming crazy. in, with share
1: wanting a sponsorship deal as well as BMW. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even if BMW
1: yeah, gave me a car, I couldn't
5: afford the maintenance cost, bro,
1: <laughs> or the subscription. the
5: subscription for my heated seats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh. Um, I just want to really, really quickly, uh two minutes or less, give my thoughts on the last, it's not even giving my thoughts, the, the last of us TV show, first two episodes are out, it very good. Um, Things that I'm not <laughs> sure about. Tentacles, uh, so I I didn't mind that so much. There was this there, one scene where it's a bit weird with it's the change, but <laughs> overall it's... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop. So, future, future Sam,
1: bleep that out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was, uh, I was marking the audio. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's, there's one moment where the, the tentacles are a bit of a departure from where the spores would have filled in, but otherwise, yeah. I'm sorry, pr- I didn't know we good. were in the
1: hentai industry yet.
0: Yeah, yeah no, okay. Uh, you just uh, bleep that out too. Um, really enjoying what I'm watching so far. Uh only thing that I really wish is that they made the uh is that they made uh, a- uh Ellie's actress uh more more uh, attractive. Oh my god. <laughs> I that's movies, man. So that's,
1: yeah. Oh my god. That's it. We
0: And and if you're sitting there thinking, "You know what? I think Patrick's right. Congratulations, you are the problem." Actually, yeah, my I only really you thought about that actress is um, <laughs> Justin Roiland moment. Yeah, no, gen- like, I I cannot stand people that think that that's a legitimate yeah, that's criticism so of the show. Jesus Christ, yeah, seek it's help. A, it's a, I do it, think she it, looks it, a little even
5: bit- Even joking um, about it's a bit
0: weird, Pat. I'm, I'm calling
5: you seek out. Seek
1: help or seek jail. I,
5: th- I think she looks a little bit young <laughs> to have, uh, like, all the stuff that happens in, like, especially the DLC for Last of Us. Like, she looks like eight in the show. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen, like, screenshots of the show. Does she come across as, like, like the age she should be in the game? Like, you know, sort of teenager-ish? So,
0: they- yeah, yeah, so they straight up ask her in, in the series. Um, <laughs> That's right one a, way to yeah, do it.
3: Yeah,
0: right 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 after they say, uh, Ellie, we are the last of us. Also, how yeah, old are you? Um <laughs> so wait, about this DLC romantic interest you had.
1: Legally, I need to
5: ask.
0: <laughs> um, you know, so she she's fourteen in in the canon of, of the show and it's it's believable. Okay. It's, um, yeah, because she looks younger yeah, than you that know, in I, the, I, I the screen would like, scene, so I was like, oh. So, so here's here's the weird part. We're so used to we're so used to seeing people that are older play people that are younger that having someone who actually looks the correct age does look kind of weird. You're probably like, right. Uh, That's probably what it is. Like if if you,
3: being on camera uh, it's, removes it's, it's,
1: five years from your face. Well, it's, it's not even that.
0: It's it's like um uh I, just because I saw a post kind of in the same vein uh this week talking about the um the the cast of Hunger Games looking oh, I saw way older than they should be well, the actually. books where they're like. 12 and yeah. 13 and you're like yeah because 12 and 13 year olds on, on film would look like that's a totally different film yeah. <laughs> if they're fucking killing each other for sport <laughs> so yeah uh, I, I don't have any she, she is believable and, and she's a great yeah, she's actress, a actress. It's the... so here, here's the one thing I'm not going to get into this now but here's the one thing that I'm grappling with I, re- I really like Last of Us as, as a universe as the games as everything um, what I am having a hard time grappling with is I like the show, but I don't know if I like the show because I know I like the game so much, or because the show is actually good enough to stand on its own two legs, because all of the plot beats that you expect to happen in from the games have happened so far in the show. So it's not a surprise to me. And what I'm curious about is people who haven't played the games or don't know anything about the games, watching it for the first time and whether it's hitting the same as it did playing through the games back when, holy shit. 11 years ago or I guess 10 years ago because you know we're just in 2023 now so so Patrick um, I
1: may or may not have an answer for that it depends on if you want to say this is just corporations or uh the legitimate actual validity of the show but they have confirmed that there's going to be a season two that will cover the last of us part two
5: which oh my god that's gonna be so interesting
0: Oh, my God. I can't believe they're going to get Chris Pratt to voice the golf club. <laughs> oh no. Uh-huh. No. Oh, my God. Of all <laughs> the fucking <laughs> <kinds> <laughs> you could have said. Oh. Final, final thing I'll say. Final thing I'll say. I thought it was really cool that... I
3: thought
0: it was really cool that... So... Obviously, they've said it such that... Myra Goff um, took a whole new meaning. (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Here we go. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: So, in the games, the the initial um, event, uh, like, end-of-the-world event is 2012, when the game came out. Um, And, therefore, the uh, 20-year-later time skip is with technology as of 2012. And here, they've filmed it such that the... That where they're currently playing it out is 2023, so therefore the main world-ending event is uh, 2003. And what was really interesting is that they were able to use regular footage of Boston for the post-apocalypse <laughs> oh, show. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was in Boston recently. It's fine. It doesn't
3: look like that.
0: <laughs> no, oh. it just, as soon as, as soon as they shot it, it reminded me of a um, scary movie, I don't know which one, where it's like, here, here, here are the latest images of Detroit. And it's like the city burning down. And here's Detroit after the aliens
3: invaded. <laughs> and, it's the same, same and it's the same video with aliens.
5: <laughs> There's another show that uh, does sort like of a thing jokes. like that too. And it's like, uh, it's like, oh, it was Futurama. And they're like, yeah, you're in like Los Angeles whatever. When he's like in that post-apocalyptic hellscape and he thought he froze himself another thousand years into the future. And like, yeah, you're in Los Angeles. <laughs>
0: Yeah, good. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I'm excited to see uh, if they deviate or how they um, I really hope they change don't. anything from from the games. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a quick update. Definitely worth watching uh, if, if you have access to Looking
5: it. Looking forward to Chris Pratt being like, it's a me.
0: And with that, we come to the end of Round Lounge this week, which means we get to move on to part two for this week, uh, which is, of course, the news. But not talking about part two, talking about part one, Last of Us. Uh, it's an open-ended question of whether or not Naughty Dog is, is done with it. Like, they are uh, seemingly done Joel. With, uh, with the Uncharted series. <laughs> well, okay, and Joel as well. Rest in peace, Pedro Pascal. It's the second show I'm expecting him to die in at some Honestly, point. Honestly, somewhat of a less
2: gruesome death, which is really weird. I think it's I less th- gruesome. I don't think I want to know, then. What the fuck are you talking what? about? He's
1: Game
5: of Thrones. He had his eyes popped out by the man. Oh, I haven't, oh, I, I that, haven't that was, seen Game of Thrones. Oh right, that was yeah. Pedro
3: Pascal. Oh, look, I'd rather take the golf club. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't tell which one you were talking about being less gruesome—having his head crushed, or or having his head crushed in a different look, way. I, I would
5: rather it not go through my eyes. I would rather take the
0: golf club. You're bound to go unconscious first. What if the golf club is voiced uh, by Chris well, Pratt? No, no, Please but know. but remember, he had his—he had like. He had his legs... Bre- he took a shotgun blast to the knee Still, I, uh, I... would still rather take that.
3: Just also, that thoughts on wife. Pedro...
0: <laughs> Pe- My fucking You know God what? Stick. I
3: don't think
1: Abby made it fast. No, Thought- he was yeah, not exactly. fast.
0: exactly. Thought- thoughts on... Thoughts on Pedro Pascal now becoming the... Showing <laughs> the uh, actor... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, the a- actor whose head's going to get smashed <laughs> in by something. <laughs> both of them <laughs> are, both way. Both of them are brick
1: shit houses as
3: well do you reckon
0: they'll use the golf club
5: as like a sponsorship for some other golf club and they'll show the brand like very vividly before they beat a skull in with it
0: <laughs> I reckon they will <laughs> I, don't, I don't normally beat people's well, heads I'm in too. with golf clubs but <laughs> yeah. when I do hey Tiger Woods where you at um, yeah anyway thoughts thoughts on, thoughts on Naughty Dog Sunsetting Uncharted and possibly Sunsetting Last of Us uh, it's a shame uh, to be
4: fair I haven't interacted with The Last of Us since, what, uh, number four? But they really didn't since need to. Since last- <laughs> so
1: you know, the last... Us, uh, Uncharted, sorry, Uncharted. I've interacted <laughs> the with Uncharted Uncharted 4 is, Uncharted is a four fantastic is- ending to the series. It yeah, didn't I need to happen.
4: It uh, did not need to happen. What? You no, could have no. Finished, finished it
1: at three and that was it. No, three was uh, a horrible ending. Three yes. was a really bad game to end it on, so I'm glad they went... Oh,
0: Ooh. wait, actually, actually, wait, 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 Seth, Seth, I figured it out. Steve's baiting us. He just wants his Xbox stock to go up. He's trying to tell us that. that oh, fuck, uh, here we go. We're getting un- him started. Un- un- Uncharted oh, 3 wait, would have been the best way started. to end one of the. one. Of- <laughs> why don't we. Why don't I
1: why genuinely we genuinely think ourselves Uncharted
0: off?
4: 3 is a good place to and, end. Nothing ever has to uh, have a good ending. Ooh, my Sony stocks
0: are up. All right. <laughs> no, un- un- Uncharted 4 definitely the best way to
1: end yeah, Uncharted, no, Uncharted 3. Uncharted 3 was a weak game. Uh, shut on. Uncharted 3 was a weak game. i back in the fucking head. I'm going to drown I, you in I think...
3: <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's fine,
1: but Uncharted 2 was such a big, really good game, and 3 is, like, kind of a mess. So 4 coming in and, like, being a fantastic game again,
3: up oh there with 2. I'm, I'm not saying it, you know what I'm what saying it wasn't a fantastic game, i saying
4: it wasn't
0: needed. Like, it, you could have put the full stop at number 3, and there you go. You, there's your trilogy. Un- Uncharted, Uncharted's following the, the Assassin's Creed Borderlands pattern. 1- yeah. Fine, two fantastic, three. Let's see, and then four. The the ending that we all wanted. That's the
1: Assassin's Creed one as well.
0: That's that. Thank you. I thought you said Borderlands. Exactly. I thought you said Borderlands. I don't know why. And 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 Assassin's Creed. Don't worry about it. It's hard hard hearing through Steve trying to drown you in my neighborhood. What I have running through
5: my head right now is like literally like I don't always drown my co-host, but when I do, I use the beautiful waters (laughs) of Auckland, and it's like a fucking (laughs) holiday.
0: No 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 it's 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 sponsored by um shit I, I really should know one of the many no 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 no, no like there, there's, there's a big thing about um companies uh just taking new zealand water from not necessarily auckland but just like like bottling water not paying much tax and shipping it uh, overseas nestle. and if i if i mean honestly probably i i i really wish i had one of the brand names to mind where i could just say you know i don't often you know flood my city but when i do i make sure it's nestle <laughs> you know but
1: um, you, you know what steven is right we do not need another Uncharted or The Last of Us.
5: I would like another Last of Us. There's such an open ending.
0: If they didn't have like I, the boat thing at the last second, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think the difference is Uncharted is clearly about the, the story of Nathan Drake. You are always playing as Nathan Drake. There are others around, but it's, it's Nathan Drake's story. Yeah, he's story. the main character. L- yeah. yeah. Last of Us, uh, the story is about the relationship. And so I would like to see more Last of Us content, but I think the story of Joel, Ellie, and even really Abby and, um, oh man, it's been too long. Help me out. Uh, the kid.
3: Liz?
2: Um, no. Um, Levi.
3: No.
2: Oh my God, what's her name? Liv. Le- is it, is Lev. it Lev? Lev? It's Lev, yeah, that's what yeah. I said. I thought you said Levi. Who said yeah, Levi? No, there's a jeans. I said
0: Lev. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I, I think the stories with those characters are done, but I think the universe of Last of Us is interesting enough if they wanted to do another game.
1: That's the thing. I don't know if they would do that because that's what everyone no, said I, at the end of The Last of Us 1, that the relationship between Joel and Ellie is so perfect and the ending is so perfect yeah. and clear-cut and, and then two went into his Ellie again. and Exactly, and we know how perfect it was because they had to kill Joel immediately in the second one. Yeah, um, so, so it, you're saying, saying that the, the universe is wide open to do whatever for The Last of Us 3, and it's like, yeah, but what if they just try to find another way to make either another Ellie game, or just continue Abby's story? It's like, we, we kind of feel done with those characters. Hmm. I, yeah, I like
2: don't even feel
5: done with Abby with at with all. It, okay. I, I, That's funny, she feels yeah, done no, with I, you. I reckon it's just way too open-ended. I would love a third game That, base that, that entirely was how The Last, that, last One
1: ended as well. It was a very open ending for Joel and Elliot. Yeah, at but the it end. was an
5: ending ending. I don't feel like this one was an ending.
1: Yeah, it was an ending. She got a revenge, she realized it
4: wasn't worth it, and then they went their separate ways. Yeah, but like, then... everything actually wrapped up in a neat little package. <laughs> Give me more and, open ending. And the boats Give me landed more questions where questions and answers. I want more questions at the end of a movie than answers.
1: <laughs> the the boat landed where she wanted to go, whether that was the correct thing to do or not is open up to interpretation.
5: Mm, but what about the Firefly oh. story and the cure?
0: There's so much more that can be done. I completely forgot, but that's completely unrelated to whether or not they continue with the Last of Us, but a line which maybe you guys have heard before, but I've never heard. Uh, that was spoken in Last of Us the TV show of uh, like the sweet, the sweet uh, elderly neighbor saying, uh, "People really need more Jesus in their life." <laughs> uh, three, no, 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 three, three neighbors plus one. Uh, sorry, three nails plus one cross equals forgiveness. <laughs> oh, oh my god,
3: god. <laughs> so That's cool. that
0: funny. I've never heard that before, but it sounds like it sounds like a tropey saying. So I don't know. I just uh, maybe I just sounds don't. very American. I don't <laughs> um, know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just I'm saying. Maybe, maybe I'm just not in the in the right circles. But yeah, no, it's just fucking excellent. I have another that. reason for yeah. them to make a part um, three.
1: Yeah, they're they're doing a story for, for the multiplayer game that's coming later as well. Like they're going to do something with the universe in that multiplayer game. So maybe that could be. Like a, bit of a, wrap a up. farewell song for the Last of Us, even though that seems like a weird thing to do. It's
0: just a montage of Ellie getting absolutely <laughs> ruined <laughs> the by a uh, of golf guys in locations.
1: <laughs> on on a personal scale, I'm very over Uncharted and the Last of Us because we've been stuck with these since the PS3, and Naughty Dog hasn't spread their wings more since. Yeah, I want that, to see that, them do a new IP on something original.
3: Mm.
0: That that was the other thing. Um, I you know. Love, love, Last of Us, love the universe. So far, loving the show. I hate that it's causing everyone to go. Actually, we need to buy more Last of Us because, god damn it, they're just gonna they're just gonna gear up to re-release a remaster. A
5: remaster. I, a rem- I'm telling a you now. Of part one again. No.
1: Yeah, it's just part one is so overdone to me now. They, yeah. they had the original, they did the remaster, which was fine, and now there's no, a remake no, no. and a TV show. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
5: I don't know. I'm, I'm on the other side, because I only played it for the first time last year, and I was like, that was really good.
1: <laughs> you, yeah. you, Josh, you uh, are the no. I've been with The Last of Us since 2012, maybe yeah. 2013, whenever it came out. Whereas I, I literally had time to play the first
5: game and the second game, like, a year after they both
1: released, and I was like, okay, cool.
0: Um, so you anyway, should do it by a to release. We've, we've, we're we probably getting a bit hung up on, on this one story, so uh, yay or nay, ending Uncharted Last of Us. I, I have, say I have
5: one, one last thing to mention on why they should make a number three. You ready? So, Last of no. Us Part 2 won 320 Game of the Year awards, which was uh, breaking the record that was set by Witcher 3, and it was only beaten this year by Elden Ring. So, All right, Elden Base. Yeah, Elden Ring, you know, coming out of the corner, so it sounds like we need a Part 3 to just nail it back in the coffin. Dunno? Then what happens if Elden Ring 2 comes oh, out? Oh man, then that's just a good time. Like, that's what I want.
4: You know what? As gamers, we yeah. really are winning, are yeah, we? That's it. We, actually, we, we need more Uncharted games and Last of Us games, so we get better games to compete with those games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that way, that, that way, in um, uh, Software goes, you know what? Fuck Sony. And then just releases a banger. <laughs> you sick. Who, who's in Software? They did too. Fucked it. Oh, God damn it. Give me the Elden well, Ring one. They're from software. Uh, from from, from software. software. From who's from it from? software. Yeah, it's software's Doom. Yeah, yeah, they do Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, both of them. Both of them When well, you Google in software, it comes
4: up with ID cards. So that's pretty funny. Um. Why is
2: that? Yeah. Funny? Never
0: mind. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Shut up. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but, uh, in, in the same way that, uh, Steve, Steve has just spoken for, uh, for Spoken News. Boom. Segway nailed it. Ooh. Five Spoken News. Four of us.
2: I, I just,
1: I just <laughs> have this, I just have this on the docket <laughs> because I want to laugh that the launch stream that no one watched, uh, they announced a prequel DLC and everyone just kind of didn't notice because no one watches stream. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> i was just the first I heard about it actually. <laughs> Yeah, it just kind of slid under everyone's radar. No one's no one's made articles about this except for, like, a small handful of people. Um, no one talked about this either. It just kind of cropped up. I don't know if you mentioned that. I've never Dude. seen this
5: website that the article's from.
1: <laughs> Alt car- Alt car. Yeah, no, this is, like, a very different website. This is Altchar.
5: Yeah. Yeah. A L T C old character. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I've never heard of this website
0: before, and see in the only
5: article you could find on it. That's pretty
0: funny. Actually, does, does that mean that, that currently people that are streaming Full Spoken on Twitch are actually just running pirated movie streams again? Like the good old Artifact days? Mm, or like the... Um...
5: Actually, yeah, yeah, because Artifact was literally just that, that category that was so not watched that people just streamed movies in it that became too watched so it brought attention. Yeah.
4: Oh that's yeah, great. exactly, yeah. uh,
5: and that's that's the one. Yeah, I was thinking um like the people that were streaming like pay-per-view underneath like the, the sports games and they were just pretending to play it so that people could watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was great. <laughs> that's that's excellent. Um speaking of things that might be excellent, uh Seth, does yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising
1: have rollback netcode. Yes, yes, it does. This is a sequel game to Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and they d- they did they did the exceptional thing of both adding rollback netcode into it and crossplay. They look. I already came once, and he just kept sucking with the crossplay <laughs> announcement. You know what? It's a
0: very weird thing to but say. now, how will they so release it to be- drum up hype later? I now understand what the rising part of the title is. <laughs>
1: But do you want to hear the better news about this? So, Josh, Absolutely not. Not anymore. <laughs> Josh, might, Josh might have a little idea of what uh, access lobbies are when I oh, refer yes. to them, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Dragon Ball Fighter style or... Oh, like um, um, where, Guilty Gear. Where they have these little chibi yeah, characters running around. Yes. Yeah, go on, Josh. Yeah, no, they're, you they're, saying they're, something.
5: they're cute. I know what they're talking about. They're yeah.
1: cute. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what if we took those... But instead of having online lobbies, we use them to do online Fall Guys. I I no longer like this idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
4: don't like that
1: at all. They've, for some reason, they've decided to just make Fall Guys style minigames inside the lobbies now, using their chippy characters, and it actually looks really fucking stupid, but really fun. You know what's more cursed? Like.
5: Uh, off topic, but very, very quickly. I was at a post office, and apparently they make an Among Us board game. Where the fuck is this going? It, it there's an Among Us board game, and it's sold at post offices in Australia. That doesn't surprise me at that all. That surprises me. Why the fuck is it in a post office?
1: <laughs> there, there's
5: a Kingdom Hearts board game. Yeah, I can imagine that. But how do you make it? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just,
0: I found it stupid. Anyway, continue.
5: Chibi characters playing four guys well, as it's, beans. It's, it's it simple. You,
0: you 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 commit you commit um, state-level mail fraud, <laughs> and you convince everyone else. <laughs> Someone that you calls didn't. an emergency meeting, and just mail just stops con-
2: nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just look at the UK at the Ooh, moment. Oofed. How are your letters going to yeah, get so through uh, the blood?
1: So, uh, these, these uh, mini games is called Grand Bruiser Legends. Uh, it's just awesome. a bunch of um, obstacle courses or mini games where you have to avoid bombs or even hoard gold bricks like the golden eggs in um, all guys. So no, it looks pretty fun. I don't know if I'll actually play it, but <laughs> might be a fun five minute distraction while I'm does waiting for the, a ranked match.
0: Does the chibi uh, we have four guys at home come with rollback netcode though?
1: I'd assume so, since it's running on the same ro- uh, net code as the main fighting game. I'd assume.
5: It's so funny if it didn't. Cool. Well, y- yeah, you heard it here first, folks.
1: Twenty twenty three, where brand blue fantasy versus rising my penis. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, no. No, speaking, you
0: like of f- speaking of things that shouldn't <laughs> raise penises.
1: Uh... Oh no! Oh, that was good. I'll give it hold, to you. Hold on, hold on, Patrick. I I love that segue, but we, I need to hit the other Grand Blue news as well. Oh my bad. So, the devil lies as easily as he. The devil lies as easily as he because it, he's telling me that Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is coming out in 2023. I... I will not believe this until it is actually in my hands.
2: It looks good, Um,
1: this... This is the big JRPG, uh, game that they've been working on for a long, long time. Like, they had Platinum Games working on this back in 2016 to 18, I think. Remember when that used to be a positive thing? (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) guys. I still think it is. I I still like Platinum Games games when they're not Babylon's (laughs) ball.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Um.
1: But no, uh they after Platinum's contract ended, they just scrapped the entire game and started remaking it from scratch internally. Um there might still be bits and pieces of what Platinum worked on back then, but no one really knows for sure. Anyway, um this is basically um multiplayer uh RPG and multiplayer Monster Hunter but anime style. Grand Blue just kind of took all their Gacha money and turned it into a real game. Um, looks looks really fantastic, and for some reason, this is they're calling this trailer the second trailer, even though this is like the eighth trailer they've put out for this game. Trailers is um, a state
0: of mind, man. <laughs> it it, it kind of is at this point. Being able to count is rated
1: No, they, these these games look fantastic. I've been excited What's for Grand that? Blue Fantasy Relink since the beginning, and. Again, I just, I don't believe that they're going to release it until it's actually in
2: my hands and I'm playing it myself. They're, they're saying 2023 now, they, they could put it into 2024 later. Oh, I was going to say something dumb, never mind, actually. No, no, go on. I, I want I to hear your dumb thoughts. I
4: don't, I can't, I can't remember what it was. It was something about, uh, what's the difference between a teaser and a... Uh, an actual trailer, and that's probably what they've done. you know what? Thanks for calling me out, fellas. All right. Ma- so maybe it is a uh, trailer eight or whatever, but it's because they've gotten like six other teasers or whatever.
1: No, they have a trailer from a few years ago called this, uh, like
3: trailer number two. two.
2: Surely that's, surely that. A few, surely that's this a, game five. has been in development for a long time. Oof. So was
5: Prince of Persia. Don't even talk about Prince of Persia.
1: You know what else has been in there for a long time?
5: (laughs) Skull and Bones. Fuck me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think think this and Skull and Bones might have been announced at around the same year. Skull and Bones was eight years ago, so... I don't think it was actually that long ago. I think it was like five years ago. Skull
0: and Bones was announced like seven or eight years
1: ago. It's going to come out
5: when
0: the dev team's Skull and Bones. Am I right, fellas? I don't want to talk about it.
5: (laughs) It's never going to release, and when it does, I'm not going to like it. I'm going to be really upset. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Grand Boy Fantasy Relink was announced August 2016. Fucking hell, man. That's, seven,
4: that's like fucking 18 Pokemon games. Jesus Christ. was
5: announced. <laughs> Let's see. It's Sas-Crete 4. When did that come out? Oh, no. 20, 2017. Actually, oh, oh, that's when... No, gameplay development began in 2013.
2: Yeah, yeah, 2013. Actually, fuck, that's longer than eight years. My sense of time is off. That's ten years ago. Good Lord. Good lord, he says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are you going to buy this on release, Seth? Um, probably. Dumb, shit. Wrong answer. No.
0: You're not- <laughs> I would probably uh, be years later, $20 on release, to be honest. Steve, Steve, walking around like uh, the human sense iPad episode of South Park. No, he didn't, <laughs> no, he didn't read it. So good every, 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 every time Steve trying to get trying to get everyone to go. No, don't buy games at full price. Don't buy them on release. but, I, Seth, I, but what if I did?
1: <laughs> I will find a Steam key for cheap. Is that good uh, enough?
4: Close, but. No, it's cheap is not off. free. No, <laughs> <Is it laughs> seven, what, if, what,
1: if, what if the Steam key is forty percent off? What if it comes to Game Pass, 75 final offer. Final <laughs> uh, you, offer. Oh, you, you drive a hard bargain, but I'm I'm going to cap it out at fifty percent. <laughs>
0: Driving a hard bargain, like <laughs> right, what about course. what about? What about sixty uh, percent? But Seth edits the podcast for free. Ooh, hang on! You uh, you speak my language. You
1: twisted my nipples here, but I think I can jump on that one. You know
4: what, Seth? Um, never say that again. Uh, next news article, please. Speaking of <laughs> oh, twisting, <please. laughs> oh, is this about this guy's wife?
3: No, it's about uh, yes, actually.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually feel kind of dirty with that segue. Um, uh, Adult Swim has, ju- uh, has dropped Justin Roiland. Uh, okay, now, now it's time for Patrick to say a dumb thought, <laughs> much like Josh drops dropped the Chikorita from his Fire Red party. Fire Red? Um, <laughs> How would it be Fire Red? Not fire? Pokemon Gold.
4: Oh, Chikorita is not in Fire Red. <laughs> It's the worst game, though. But
3: Fire you, Red is
0: not the worst game. What are you talking about? Yeah, Pokemon Gold no, is, Pokemon yeah, got him Gold right. is the straw. worst. Justin Roiland. So, anyway, back on topic. Um, yeah, Adult Swim dropped him. Um, he after also the whole left domestic. Squanch
1: Games, which is his <laughs> yep. studio. He founded. I don't think that was optional, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and so the the interesting thing is, you got the two sides of people saying, you know, he hasn't been. Uh, like, he's been charged, but he hasn't been found guilty of anything yet. But at the same time, it's like... There's pretty damning evidence. <laughs> well, no, so so
1: <laughs> you want to risk it. Yeah,
5: yeah well, yeah. And don't forget
4: there's two parts to this story as well. There's the first part with him being charged with uh, domestic violence. and That hasn't gone to court yet or anything. That will come soon. Uh, then there's that second part where he's, like, chatting up 16, 17-year-old. There's literal um, screenshots and, and evidence. And <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of screenshots and evidence of that, of him being probably the most fucking cringe human being in the entire world. Thinking making... term
1: jailbait is the funniest thing ever.
4: Yeah, and, and uh, there's that, that's just whatever it is, but compared to him quoting that song, Insane in the Membrane, to a 17-year-old human being, is, like, that's just, that's beyond <laughs> fucking horror. Like, they're not going to get it. You will literally just might, well, <laughs> All you might
0: of just sit to down and that's talk too, to yourself.
1: That's the line. That's the line that, a... that Stephen drew, and he's sticking to it. It's the Steve Buscemi meme
4: <laughs> saying, ah, oh, um, how are you going Kelly kids? kids? Yeah. Like, quoting
0: a song that came out 30 years ago. Like Steven's gonna find a way to be on I'm the sorry, jury like, for that, that trial name just again? so that he can argue for the
4: death Steve penalty. Steve It's Buscemi. Ah, uh, whatever. Isn't that, like, a type of sandwich? <laughs> no, that's a big thing. That's yet, rigatoni. <laughs> no, that's a pasta. That, That's
2: the pasta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got to commercial got to, yeah
2: yeah so uh,
1: and- oh,
0: really no one said no that's the <laughs> yeah. No, I,
1: don't, I know, couldn't I don't be mean. the one to continue it someone else had to I
0: pick
4: know, it, it I up I was <laughs> waiting for the other two yeah so God. but uh, going back onto the Rick and Morty dramas it's very funny how like uh, High on Life came out uh, and then
1: made uh, quite a lot of uh, sales and and Now game.
0: Justin Roiland is facing. I, I don't know if it
1: made sales. It made a lot of Game Pass downloads. It's very true. Sorry, very true. It was
4: popular in Steam for a bit, but at the same time, there was nothing else on. Steam if you bought time. that game, you got um, ripped for the record, but anyway. <laughs> 100, yeah, hundred percent. No, I, I think I said the exact same thing. Like, if, if you paid money for this, just give it to me now. Yeah, um, <laughs> better used. But it's very, it's very. As someone who used to watch Rick and Morty all the time and now watches like six episodes on a plane. After eight hours flying straight, so I'm very tired. So I think it's funny. I honestly don't know what the voices sound like without him. He's such like an integral part of those voices. I'm pretty sure anyone um, could I do voice. It's... Yeah, it's probably one of those things. It's like you know what? Maybe it's time to maybe just find someone
5: that's not um... a better.
0: I don't know. They they Ooh. can't though. They they can't they can't stop that. Like we're just at the end of season six, right? Uh, but. Adult Swim have already ordered up to season ten. Really, really? Oh, oh my what? god! Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're in for a long run. Literally, almost half of the current Rick and Morty content is on production for Adult Swim. I didn't
4: realise they'd signed up for season ten. I thought I was like, you know, I'll just pull the cord, <laughs> lick nah, your wounds, make some money somewhere else. But I mean,
1: they far, could right. if they wanted to. They just have to eat the cost.
2: Yeah, oh, but it's, the cost of three seasons
4: or yeah. bankruptcy.
2: Oh, geez, I didn't realise it was that high. Man, strange. Yeah. You'd think there'd be
5: something in the contract well, where they could drop that and get money back, but I suppose if the money is already gone, then what are they going to do?
0: Imagine your contract says if... if well, it's pretty like, common for celebrities, specific... like,
5: if you're found, you know, to be in the public eye in a negative way, blah, 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 blah.
4: It's probably different because he's a creator. Maybe? Um, but probably, he's still like, a voice
5: actor, he... so I don't know. Creator, writer, voice actor, it's like, you think they'd all have kind of clauses like that, but at the same time, yeah. it's also extremely popular, and probably will be continue to be extremely popular. So why would they drop it if they can change yeah. the voice? So yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, look, they peaked at Pickle
1: Rick. Um, <laughs> that's that's the time old time peak. <laughs> oh, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> I thought, thought, I've it, thought I've I've the seen. peak was a cheese uh, shlo- sauce.
3: That's all season. That's
4: That's all season four, and that's all very. Um, yeah, matter. Uh, not uh, matter. I think It's just um, It broke people. It's not matter. It's not yeah, losing and, and money in the multiverse. Uh, the, the fucking yeah. It was it's just called. because it was like yeah, it was so like random that it was very funny. Like oh, we have to go back and get the szechuan sauce and <laughs> from like a, one McDonald's meal from like the nineties and mm, they bring it back and
5: people trade way. their cars for szechuan sauce in real life.
4: <laughs> Honestly,
0: you couldn't write that shit.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and oh, so now, Rick and, uh, Morty will and now it's.
0: I'm pretty sure it's still Dan Harmon at the helm. I think so. Yes. Uh, being one, the other co-creator. And what's interesting is people going, okay, how long do we have until Dan Harmon gets found out for doing something shitty? Because uh, he already did! He already this, did, yeah. No, that's what oh, I'm that saying, he he, he
3: uh,
0: isn't a uh, a paragon of virtue, shall we say, either. So... No, uh, why would
2: he do? Uh,
1: not, not assault, it was, a, it was a harassment. He, um he hit on and asked out someone on a set of a show he was uh, going on and then things went sour when um they said no and they they made it public and then Dan Harmon like apologized and kind of like made a big big actual apology about it so he's uh, they forgave him for it i forget so who he, it was against is he back in it- they, because they gave, forgave him, he's he's been given oh, he's, uh, back he, in. he's back in.
5: Isn't he also the one oh, that has that, in. like, massive feet thing? So, like, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I can't get behind him. No,
1: that's that's, that's Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was against, it was against Megan Gans.
4: I don't know who that is. Isn't that the character from Family Guy? I don't know, that no, that's reference. Megatron. Um, Her name is Megatron, yeah, yeah, actually. The, the next news article... Speaking of um War Thunder
1: Patrick, he's taking your he's taking your thunder. He's taking no, no, your
3: thunder. No, 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 no. Ah, wow. God,
0: we're at war now. Um, <laughs> fucking double entree because of the whole Auckland Thunder and Lightning thing
2: as Should well. I talk nice. about this one? Double entendre.
0: Like a double entree would be two starter meals
2: at a restaurant.
4: Well, why don't you starter us off then, Steve? <laughs> um well, as someone who uh, commits war crimes on the regular... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> would, would you my like favorite, to
4: indulge us in some uh, of them? My favourite place to go is the War Thunder <laughs> forums, because apparently, <laughs> for whatever reason, a lot of people just... I
0: don't often commit war crimes, but when I do...
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah. I think Stephen just said he commits war crimes on the regular. Um. Okay, well, so if you... Read the article, um, the
4: second paragraph down, says that the story was made up. there was, but it was, but it was it really funny,
1: and has to, uh, I think it's worth mentioning it being like spread around as hard as it did that they had to come out and talk about it. Should, hmm. should I start with the background? <laughs> yes, please. Right,
5: okay. So War Thunder, in general, is a war-based game. You have tanks, you have planes, and they pride themselves on being semi, semi-realistic in terms of what they actually do. So like you'll have planes from World War II that that'll have certain decals, have certain weapons, certain loadouts, blah 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 blah. Accurate to real life. War Thunder in general has a history of people on the forums taking actual government documents of their production tanks and like stealing them from like you know uh, war zones, whatever, like whatever they're working on, like uh, armory factories, whatever, and then posting these classified documents onto the onto the actual forums to say. Hey, War Thunder, you've got it wrong. It's, like, the arm is stronger here or weaker here or whatever. And it's happened, like, three or four times now where police have to keep getting involved. And basically this I guy... Kind of
1: like it happened three times in the past week.
5: It, it feels like it happens a lot. <laughs> but this, this story in particular... More, more than Basically, given all the history of this, he, this person said, Oh, I'm gonna go... I applied for a job at Raytheon Technologies, which make guns and other bits and pieces. And they went, Oh, well, so basically... They went through all these questions in the interview, and then the last question was, do you play War Thunder? And then he said yes, and then he didn't get the job. And they had to come <laughs> and <laughs> he's gone out and said, ah, oh, look, no, War Thunder's a national security risk. You can't get jobs. ha, 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 ha. And then is this whole story has been made up, <laughs> but the legitimate like war crimes of posting documents onto the forums are all legit,
1: <laughs> which is just really yeah, adds serious Revi-
5: credibility to the story.
1: <laughs> and Ravian Technologies uh, came out and actually said, "No, that's actually not a part of our interview process. We don't care what games you yeah, play. We don't care what games um, you play. Just don't leak our fucking documents." <laughs> yeah, whoever said this made it a fuck up, and we're sorry to be the ones to ruin that parade for all of you yeah as uh, oh, okay
5: so apparently actually it says in this article since 2021 there have been six incidents of restricted or classified documents being leaked during discussions Ugh. which is crazy. so good and like some of those were literally like the f 16 jet which is like like it's still in production which is just nuts uh, it's a whole bunch of the modern tanks like the challenger 2 and stuff as well it's just- Oh my god. I, I, it's just If we just ridiculous.
1: keep getting faster and faster at this, we can prevent the next war from happening. Yeah, that's true. Everyone will know everyone's weaknesses in all the modern armor, so like, what are you going to do?
2: But no, nah, it's super funny. Anyway. That's it. Um, Patrick, take us away. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> take him away, Ty.
1: Um- God, I, right. all of these PC gamer articles I have loaded up are just plastered with War Thunder ads, by the way.
5: That's not surprising, I, I to just, be honest. Um,
1: just, just felt like I had to bring that up.
5: It's a free-to-play game that's Russian-based, and all the Russian tanks are OPs. If you're going to play it, just play Russians. Russian bias is strong. Mm, what a funny thing to say mm. with this <laughs> political climate. Hmm. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Right, anyway, <laughs> right, Patrick,
1: what was the clock at for bad Blizzard's articles? Like, <laughs> how, how many weeks did we go without those?
0: Weeks. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was like the Doomsday Clock, where it's just how close it gets to midnight. But uh, unfortunately, in Blizzard's case, it's like five or ten past. What so in- That's right, makes
2: sense, actually.
0: Yeah,
1: we, we've got two of them this week.
0: Yeah, no, not looking good. Daylight savings might might give us another hour or two back. We've got to wait for that, but... Um, so the, the first of two, the the first of the one-two punch, if you will. Um, so here we here we have a guy. He's, he's, he's an ordinary guy, just like just like you or me. Not not Josh. Josh is kind of weird, but
3: don't don't sound insulted.
0: You know it's I true. Know it's true. <laughs> he um he, he he's a good guy, also unlike Josh, uh, where <laughs> Can he I had have the option of. <laughs> He had the option of either, uh, it wasn't even the option. He was basically told um, stack rank all your employees and give the bottom X percent a bad review because we need to reduce costs. So,
1: Patrick, can you explain what stack ranking is for uh, those who may not know what that is? Sure. So, so what, what you do, you, you can, you can do
0: this at home. It's, it's, it's a real simple thing. So just some take out space, a sheet of paper. Or, list is all it is. Or, <laughs> or yeah, kind, kind of similar. So you either take out a sheet of paper and a pen, if you have that handy, or you could just do this on, I don't know, your phone or anything, any, any, any way you can write basically. And so what you want to do is you want to put, you want, you want to get it centered, uh, center the way you're going to type, and you want to put it into a nice title font and you want to call it, um, stack rank of fast travel lounge oh, hosts. Oh, and anyway, then this was you're great. Gonna get a numbered list. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and 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 it's it's real simple. You just put number 1 Patrick, and then it doesn't matter what the rest are because <laughs> if Fast Travel Lunch had to reduce costs, we'd just cut the other three. <laughs> and that's basically what stack rank uh, st- stack rank is. Uh you you order them by some arbitrary criteria. Um uh more more seriously, stack ranking is just ordering things on a set of it's, criteria. And yeah. it's a common thing in yeah. tech to do it with like uh, in tech, it's it's common and a shitty practice of stack ranking employees on performance. And you might say, "But Patrick, how can you compare two people on performance if they do different things?" Good question. Uh, you can't, <laughs> but it doesn't stop people trying. Mm.
5: And like th- this story, so ba- basically, the full story is that he quit because he didn't want to stack rank his employees because he said they're all doing a good job. Like, why should they? Why should other people be punished because they're doing? you know whatever they're actually doing as a job and they're doing a good job just because you guys want to cut costs or you want to fire employees whatever all of this is happening at the same time where companies all tech companies across the globe are dropping tens of thousands of employees at a time so like blizzards losing employees um actually pretty much the only company that isn't i think is apple like google just fired a whole bunch of people or laid them off um, what was it, another 10 or 20,000 from Microsoft this week as well? Yeah, 10,000 10, yeah. yeah. from Microsoft. Like, it's just a huge yeah. amount yeah. of all this tech stuff. So Blizzard's basically being like, alright, we, we want you to stack rank your employees so we know who to cut. And he's like, all my employees are good. That's why they have their job.
0: <laughs> and it's, it's worth noting too that he, uh, so this story came out because other people found out about this. He didn't publish, like he, he didn't want there to be any bad blood. He said that he, he would want to come back and work with Blizzard if they would let mm. him in different circumstances later on there's no issue between him and blizzard he just couldn't do this to the people working for him and so people found out about this and then he came out and said yes i didn't want this to be on the news but it's happened so here's my side of the story yeah, yeah. So-
1: I, I i want to i want to add on to that like good old good old randall weems of the gaming journalism um space uh, jason Trier. He's the one that broke the news and he's like, oh, no, I, I reached out to him, but he never got back to me. So I just published it anyway. Just it's like
5: kind of shitty, but anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like- yes, he can. It's like he, he technically he can. It's morally bankrupt and he could have at least censored out the name of the person that was fired to not make it a big Did deal. Did not even them. do
5: that? I didn't even realize.
1: No, he he just full on published it, that it was um that it was sorry, Brian Birmingham. Yeah,
5: okay. I, th- I thought he came out and said, like, yeah, like, this is the case. But, like, I didn't think it was he was, like, naming and shaming. I thought he stood up and said, yeah. this is why I left, blah, 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 blah. This is the story. I didn't realize he literally <laughs> named, not even shame, just straight up naming him for no reason. That's just weird.
2: Yeah.
1: And the, yeah. The, 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 the way he tried to reach out to Brian was by messaging him on
2: LinkedIn.
3: Fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> While well, the dude currently isn't working no. like you for real.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, so, good old Randall Weems. Hate that guy. Still got me blocked. <laughs> oh,
1: so this is personal <laughs> for you, man. I,
4: yeah, it definitely he, is. He, This is a conflict of interest moment that you should have said before
0: when you started
3: talking, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, if he can if he can moral, be morally bankrupt, so can I. <laughs> so, Seth doesn't even give a shit about the Blizzard employees. He just wants to get one back. <laughs> yeah.
1: let, let, let me have the boxing match, match with Jason Trier. All
4: right. Mm. I've got... Uh, Jake Paul, you've got Jason Trier I've
5: got Josh. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bad blood, though, do you want to go into the other Blizzard article? Because that, that one's oh, a doozy. They about Taylor Swift. No, no.
0: Yeah, although uh, Josh, as as one of the resident uh, WoW players, uh, you, you, you wanna you wanna take us on on this magical journey?
5: Sure. Okay. So to start with, I guess. Blizzard has due to it all started when I was born. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Blizzard uh, has had issues publishing games in China. Neither of
1: my parents showed up to the birth. <laughs> <laughs> man, how good
0: this video is! That's too that much. That <laughs> <isn't laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Holy shit! Uh,
5: anyway, Blizzard has had issues publishing games in China, and for a very very long time, uh, fourteen years apparently, according to this article, they've used a company called NetEase to publish their games in China, so that they can host their servers, do blah 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 blah. Due to the great firewall of china and all that you know political area and basically uh netease has been fine publishing That so it's a big contract for them out the front of the actual place for netease in china there's a big statue of gohou which is the axe that uh shell used in in wow and in warcraft and it's like a massive big like icon right in, in the world and over time, NetEase has been like, okay, I'm really happy with this. It's a really good thing for us. We make a lot of money, but also it really brings us to the forefront. So we make a lot of other deals too. And they've come out and said, basically, we were happy to keep publishing Blizzard games. And Blizzard said, no, they asked for more money. And NetEase said, no, we didn't. <laughs> and then their deal has ended. And all of Blizzard's games right now are not accessible in China. They've been completely pulled. So our servers are down, Diablo is down, et etc., et cetera, et cetera and the statue of Gorehow that's out the front has been smashed into rubble by the employees of netease and posted on tiktok
1: <laughs> netease is being that ex. <laughs> they are
5: literally being the most toxic thing i've ever seen a company do and it's but it's wild. so fascinating to see it's so interesting which is like like not only did they do that but they basically posted i can't remember the exact wording of it but there were so- something on the lines of like it's it's un- it's like this isn't right, it's not fair. Blizzard's treated us horribly, and then just absolutely just ripped into them and was like being like basically like a scorned teenage girl,
1: <laughs> and it they, was. Wild. They said something along the lines of this is what uh, one uh one asshole can produce, like one bad egg at Blizzard, kind of just ruined the entire deal. Yeah. And it's um, like,
5: it was crazy, and they were posting stuff with like tea icons and stuff, and like translations yeah, yeah. were like like th- like drink the green tea or whatever. Like like you've like this is the tea of the situation.
3: <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Wild. So what that is
1: is um at the end of the stream they were drinking Blizzard green tea, and apparently in China green tea is like for two faced people. Like they present as pure, but on the inside they're devious and greedy and a bitch. Yeah, which is so so they're basically calling Blizzard two faced.
5: It's, it's just funny. And like the fact that Blizzard right now with all of the stuff they're going through can't even continue a relationship they've had for 14 years. You know, even under, like, even as like a temporary thing, like not even like another six months to keep like wow running in China. So so apparently
1: what, uh, so it's not in this article. This is just hearsay that I've heard. Apparently, what Blizzard wanted to do was continue this for another six months. Yeah, they wanted so to, that, but NetEase was just so like so no. at the end of it, they could shift it over to a different company. Yeah, like they could shift all their Chinese um relations to another company and have all the servers run through them and just cut ties with Netties after that six month extension. Yeah, and Netties was like, you know what? No, fuck
3: that. Yeah,
5: they're like basically if we it was it was like a very. China to Western companies kind of thing as well. It was like, if we can't do it and you're not happy with that relationship, you stop using China. It was like it's like a statement almost. Which is uh interesting. Like it's it's very, very interesting, especially when you consider all of the game restrictions that are going on in China right now. It's uh, Yeah,
1: and a lot of people just can't access the game now and like have have to do anything besides play Blizzard games. It's it's amazing that after the whole BlizzChung Chung incident that this is happening to blizzards. Yeah. Like they, they went to bat for China and now they're just cut out of that country entirely. And
5: blizzard games in general, especially world of Warcraft are massive in China. Absolutely massive. So I, it's, it's a huge loss for them that it'll cost a huge amount of their revenue, which is probably not what you want. Although it might actually help Microsoft's acquisition.
3: <laughs> they need help now. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh
1: yeah. I think it might actually hurt the acquisition. I think it
5: would. I think it'll help it. Like, well, if- not,
1: not hurt the acquisition, but it's if like- If it drops Microsoft paid for the China market that Blizzard had, and now they're not getting that. That's so true. Microsoft is paying more for less now. My- Microsoft
5: in general has extremely good relationships in China, though. So it wouldn't surprise me if when Microsoft took over, they said, ignore everything, drop this net we want to work with you or let's find another company that wants to work with microsoft not with blizzard and then you know we'll just host our blizzard stuff on microsoft servers in china which they honestly probably yeah, could do could. anyway because they have chinese data centers so it's uh yeah. yeah you never know
2: neat yeah well not neat but i i'm lucky <laughs> Neat or not neat you decide
0: Either way, Ripper. Um, do, do
1: you want me to put on my tinfoil hat for a moment? <laughs>
0: <yes>. <laughs> just, just one last statement mean, on
1: this article, because, fine, because but, you have uh, to, but
0: you have to wrench it off of Steve's head first. <laughs> All right, mine's Steve, part over Oh, mine's part of my just like
4: that guy's wife.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. so so the last little tinfoil hat thing I want to mention is that because the acquisition was brought up, do you think that? Uh, Blizzard kind of like let this die out because they thought they would have been acquired by Microsoft by now, and they kind of panics did a, wanted to do a six month extension, hoping that in six months the um the entire acquisition would finally happen. Uh,
5: absolutely not. I don't think they could afford the bottom line to wow at the moment. To be honest,
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think that
0: that is so big brain that I think if they did that. As dumb as we think Bobby Kotick is, not even he is that stupid. Surely, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think know. They Bobby do
1: Kotick is kind of the base one of the entire diversity scale. Like, <laughs> uh, that is true. That is true.
5: Dragonflight's doing well. The the latest expansion for WoW, comparatively to other expansions, but it is still not doing anywhere near what um, old expansions used to do. And for them to cut out a very, very, very substantial player base. And not even, like, so China actually had their own worlds in World of Warcraft, where they would have certain things, and they had different events, and you could only access China servers from within China. They literally dropped, basically, an entire division of World of Warcraft, and half their player base in an entire world,
0: and everything they've built
3: up for this, which is crazy.
0: Not just... Being able to connect from within China, because thanks to today's sponsor, NordVPN. Uh, <laughs> uh, are we? Are we legally? Are we allowed to
1: say no, that? Probably not. <laughs> uh,
0: definitely not. Um,
5: yeah, but yeah, it's just I, I don't think they could honestly afford the the bottom line to well, to be honest, to
0: drop that. No, probably not. Uh, cool. Good to move yep. on though. Good to move on.
3: We're are yeah,
1: at big Xbox land now, Steve. Go go put money in the Xbox stocks right now, so you can be excited. <laughs> Uh, um,
4: really, I probably
5: it's should. It's time for the children to return to the mines, settle up, kids.
1: <laughs> Craft, yeah, mine, minecraft. Watch, watch, uh, watch uh, uh, let's
4: start, let's start from the top. So, uh, when was it? It was on Thursday, Microsoft, 7 a.m. Australian time, Australian Eastern time. Um, did a what they call the developer direct. Uh, and pretty much they've been advertising it for about a week, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're pretty much going to talk about uh, Minecraft, Forza, Elder Scrolls Online, and Redfall, and that was pretty much... It's
1: always and something from Tango. They, well, they didn't <laughs> specify, but they said it was something from Tango, and yeah, a lot of people so... thought it was going to be a, um, a port of... Uh, what was that game that just came out as a PS5 exclusive like half a year ago? Um,
2: Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh. oh, yeah, that's
1: yeah, right. That's
2: right. Yeah, yeah.
4: The, yeah, so the, the, it was pretty much like, don't fucking ask for Starfield, we're not showing you Starfield, fuck off. Yeah, basically. So yeah, I, I, think I think the exact
1: words were, Starfield will have its own developer direct at a later time. Yeah,
4: yeah, which is which is pretty funny because they're taking a direct, like Nintendo direct, like I'm literally just fucking copying Nintendo now. Um, so essentially, uh, I'll, do you guys care about the Elder Scrolls Online because they're doing a new expansion for that?
3: I think there was something yeah.
1: interesting in that about like a free thing with the old expansions. Yeah, so the,
4: the base game and all the expansions except for like the last two or something are now free to play. Um, mm-hmm. like a, As like a demo type of thing. Not like
5: it's going do,
1: do. we know how long of a no, play time you have for that demo? Very, very uh, no, don't it's, it's
5: unlimited play time, I believe. And
4: you're spanning like six expansions. So
1: yeah, it's kind it's of a lot. lot.
4: My understanding is, like, they're free for now, and then maybe in a month or two they'll just take it away and be like, yeah, pay money if you want to keep playing. They're all on um, Game Pass regardless, though, and honestly, to buy mm-hmm.
5: all of the expansions and the game, the base game, except for the the new one they've just announced, was, like, $17 or $18 the other day. Like, it's not a very expensive game.
4: <laughs> is it a very good game, though? Uh, um, I- yeah. For whatever reason, maybe I, I was... What was I... when whenever this game came out 2015 i think i was in that weird period of time where i had too much money and i got sucked to the hype of this game and i bought the the steel box edition for like 110 got home played it and i was like oh this is exactly what i thought it'd be like a Skyrim mmo um why do you keep doing
1: this with Bethesda games i don't know i don't know why and then (laughs) it's 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 (laughs) his kryptonite still chasing that that fallout 3 high
4: (laughs) yeah really really chasing that i just couldn't really get into it i think i expected more of like a skyrim world but with mmo elements but it's literally skyrim had sex with mmo and this is what they get out and saying that
5: it's it's much more story focused now and you're you play like a basically a single player game from what i hear
4: yeah apparently yeah apparently all the mmo stuff that i hated is pretty so pretty much, much gone it back yeah and, yeah and, and all the expansions have sort of like shaved away the edges but at the same time you still can't play it with friends yeah. Uh, so that's good. Yep. The Outer Scrolls Necrom is its new thing, and they're doing a fifth player class or whatever it is. Um, it's coming out in June. So that was that. Um, they talked. Uh, they talked about Minecraft Legends, which is the sort of weird. Um, I think they called it. So real time uh, strategy is, game is what it is. is, is. Real time yeah. strategy. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, and that comes out on April the eighteenth. They showed up.
1: That that looks of... cute and neat, but I don't know if I'd play yeah, it. it. It looks cute and neat. And if then they're don't... like PvP
5: and I went fuck it right off. I know I don't want anything to do with it. See you later. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Which is funny because that... the PvP element is the part that I thought might make it fun. <laughs> no. <laughs>
4: well, I, I think this they're trying they're walking that line of you can play like this game, like cooperate with your friends and versus your other friends, or you can just versus your friends. It's that it's a very fine line between what people want out of a strategy game versus what the Minecraft audience wants. And I think this might yeah. come down to just like Minecraft Dungeons did and how it was baby's first um, top-down action RPG, whatever they're called. This might be uh, baby's first RTS. That's exactly what it looks like too. And that's exactly, it looks like it'll probably be one of those things that, once again, Game Pass bros, we cannot stop winning. But if you have it on Game Pass, you pick it up. Well, okay, that was fun. I'm glad I didn't pay for this. Even though you're paying for Game Pass, but let's not get into that. Yeah. Uh, so from what I saw, it, it definitely does sort of seem like a, they've taken what they could. They begged, borrowed, and stole from Minecraft and merged it into a strategy game. Uh, will it be good? Eh. It doesn't
1: we'll look like on, a terrible
5: yeah. game, but it definitely doesn't look... Yeah, no, look, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like a game like, that most people I know would like, but it looks like a game that would be really popular with, like, the sort of mid-teens crowd, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah to me, it looks like something that would be fun to mess around in for, like, an, an hour, hour or yeah. two, and then... You build your like, own base, take down
5: up. your mate's base, and be like,
4: alright, that was fun, let's never do that again.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's probably
4: where the fun will come out of this, and I... I saw, I think I saw a comment on one of the YouTube oh sorry on a Facebook post about this and someone was saying oh yeah this looks like baby Minecraft um because like the art style is trying to capture all the cubism from Minecraft that put a lot more stuff onto the map and you can interact with it a lot more different ways I think it will be interesting to sort of see how it
2: goes um I yeah it, it, I can't really say whether it will be a popular game or not. Um it definitely seems
4: like it'll go the way of Minecraft Dungeons and It'll
1: be it'll on day one Game Pass it will do very good. It will do, it will very, do well. very well. But for some reason one, like, yeah. Minecraft
4: Dungeons, they released a lot more content updates for those than I no one played
1: the content, I don't think yeah. Yeah. I played the actual game, yeah. finished
4: it in a day and was like, all right, I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> it
2: was alright. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah so then they talked about so after Minecraft Legends they spoke about Forza Motorsport. Mm, the highlight. Um, it looks like a Forza game. Oh, um, yeah, it does. Would, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Forza
1: <laughs> game. I like the dirt details. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll probably
4: pass this on to you guys because simulation racing games are lost on me. Like,
1: yeah, this is more Patrick and Josh's avenue. Yeah. I'm so keen for this game. <laughs> Do
0: you want to talk about it, Patrick? Or? Uh, I've never really been big on Motorsport. Yeah. Simulation racing. It's fine for a bit, but I, like I've like i played the, the PS5 Gran Turismo, and it's
1: fun yeah, for it's a bit. Gran but Turismo I wouldn't is buy it the myself. worst Gran
5: Turismo they've released, to be honest, which is a shame.
1: Fine, but I. You, you have not played the PS3 Gran Turismos, have you? Uh,
2: I've played. <laughs> five was on the three, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, I've played five. Five was good. Uh, I, I wasn't really <laughs> big on five.
1: <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter.
0: Four's a. Basically, yeah. I've, I've I've realized that I'm that I enjoyed the arcadey side of racing much uh, more. I'm, I'm yeah. much more the opposite. So, take it away, Josh. Um, well,
5: Forza Motorsport is, uh, if you're familiar with like Forza Horizon, then Motorsport is obviously the sim racing, like what we were just saying. And they've basically come out and said this is pretty much our biggest game yet. Like it's going to be bigger than the last like three games combined, which is pretty nuts. Over 500 cars, they said, which was just nuts. The uh, the details, like you said, on the dirt stuff is really cool. I I don't think it really matters too much, but graphically it looks really nice. Basically, all the low-pressure areas where dirt would naturally gather, they gathered it. Uh, they took, like, actual, like, samples of cars in the, the, with, like, fresh paint in light and then sampled that. And then they're doing all the lighting effects, blah, 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 blah. I'm more excited to just talk about the actual racing, which is, like, we've had, we haven't but had a... Before you
1: get on that, mm-hmm. i got a question. Yeah. They're saying it's, like, the biggest game, and I think the number of tracks they mentioned was 20 how is well if they a, said it was is that how it was in terms how, of the
5: physics simulation
1: yeah 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 physics simulations yeah. but it, like for number of race tracks i feel like 20 might be not not low end but it also doesn't feel like a lot for a racing game and i might be coming at this from like a weird angle and probably very wrong about that i don't think they said 20 because that can't be right. I think because I saw somewhere. A, I think I saw somewhere they mentioned twenty.
4: So is it really holy shit? It's like a million racetrack.
1: But then it, oh, it know, could be it like twenty, be, ra- like 20
0: locations and That's like a million <laughs> racetracks. Steve, twenty twenty three. No, it's yeah, it um,
1: no, could so be twenty locations and the the racetrack is a different uh, depending so on like the different types of um tracks available uh, in right. that area.
4: So from the article. Uh, generously provided to us from Gimatsu. Um, sports and motorsport will start with 20 environments featuring multiple track layouts for players to mark. Okay, master. it was Where the yeah. means 20 environments. I'm assuming it's like what sunny, so, rainy, windy. No, 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 no just locations. So,
5: fours seven, um, I said it yeah. had 120 tracks, but there's 120 tracks, but some of those are reverse tracks, some of those are test tracks, um, some of those are you know, mm, whatever. Um, rain track, yeah, not rain track, that's just a weather condition, <laughs> but. Oh. Like, yeah. There's just a whole bunch of different things, and they are on a, a like a similar number of tracks. I think I don't remember how many unique tracks there are in Seven. I think it's like forty something. I think I, I, I've been a long time since I played it because they ripped it off the store. But anyway, um, huh.
1: yeah. I, That's another question. How long do you think it'll be before they rip this one off the I store? Don't think they will. One year.
0: One year. <laughs> things that last beyond one year are becoming uh, more and more rare. Mm.
1: I don't know. I, I'd... If they want to treat this one as a live service game, it'll last at least three.
5: I think it'll last at least
1: three. No, 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 wait. This, this isn't a Square Enix game, so it'll definitely last more than one year. So four's the... That one's ball
5: moment. One, Two, three, four.
1: <laughs> Chocobo Racing moment.
2: Oh, true. Oh, they've got a list of all the cards you... have. Oh, yeah, they posted like a FAQ type of... So there were 34 there. full
5: tracks, not including rever- rev- um reverse tracks, blah, 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 in Forza Motorsport 7. And they they yeah, that showed sound, off... Yeah, that
1: sounds more up to speed of, like, what I expect
5: from a racing game. Yeah, and they, they showed off two tracks, I think it was, that weren't in the last Forza in this one, that they said they oh, were the, bringing was, in for it, the first time, so, like, yeah. let's there was,
4: assume 36. There was, there was one they said, and then they, they shielded the one in South Africa for, like, fucking For, 10 like, 10 minutes, minutes. Like, yeah. But, like, yeah, I was like, okay. It does fine, look very baby. good, though.
5: Like, pretty much the entire, the, my, my main problem with this is that they, everything they showed was, like, look how detailed it looks and look how detailed it sounds, which, yeah, that's really cool. But please show me gameplay. <laughs> I just wanted to see the race. You drive a car around I a circle, know, but like, oh man, come on, like just give me give me more. Like,
1: give me something to be
0: really excited really about. And then, you, and, then you, and then you turn left and then and then you turn left and then you go straight but and then you This then you is you turn you left like again. I kind of feel like with
1: simulation <laughs> races, you know, you you kind of know what to expect from the racing. It's all yeah. the new shiny details and features and how are we making it more simulation realistically simulated? Than the last game that's supposed to get you on edge and excited about it. I
5: agree, and I don't. So yeah. for Gran Turismo, when they showed off Gran Turismo Seven, for example, for like the PS Five, they were saying, "Hey, here's the weather conditions. Here's the skybox. This is why it's going to be so cool. And here's how it affects your 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 actual track when you're driving your car. Your tires have to warm up. We got like actual realistic stuff on how long it should take. We've taken samples from cars. Blah 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 blah. Like actual stuff that affects your racing, which is just super cool." And Forza very vaguely mentioned it and then just skipped over it entirely. So, like,
3: uh, I,
1: I, I want to yeah, see more stuff. That, that, that's kind of like the 50-50 between what we're talking about. Like, uh, the Gran Turismo method is, like, in the middle where it's like, here's the simulation stuff and how it affects the gameplay. Yeah, and Forza
5: just went, here's all the pretty stuff. Which is, like, Forza is a gorgeous-looking game on its worst day. So, like, everything in this looks amazing. And the fact that it's going to be running on even the series S is like pretty incredible to be honest.
1: Like I want to see, I, I can't wait for the digital foundry um, comparison between them. Cause I watched the one for Gran Turismo and uh, yeah, Gran Turismo seven and like the little things that they do, like cutting back on the number of trees in the environment and stuff. Just, ca- it sounds stupid, but it fascinates me how they compare the compared like different versions of the game. Yeah,
5: no, I think it's really interesting as well. The, the one thing that the Forza mentioned that's going to be really like interesting to me is the they completely redid the physics from the ground up, like what I was saying, that's going to be greater, apparently, than 5, 6, and 7 combined. So if they've done a really good job on that, then the gameplay should feel different enough to make it really cool as well. Plus, they've obviously added in a whole bunch of new cars and the new track, but I am super, super, super excited for this game, and the moment I can pre-order it, I will.
2: Anyway, I should go play Choose Turismo 7
1: so that way <laughs> when this comes out, I can compare them both. I need
5: to play more of like, it, especially I'll... now that they've reworked how the, all the reward system and everything's worked. So that now it's apparently a pretty okay game. I need to go give it another try.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know there was a big outcry, but I also know people that were like, no, oh, this is fine, I just did a couple of races and I can afford a car.
5: Yeah, but the problem is once you buy the cheap cars, then it's like, oh, a couple races becomes like hundreds of hours to get like cars that you wanted which was too much the
1: the main problem was when they did that update that nerfed and they nerfed it yeah and then they got so much pushback it was like okay okay we've restored it yeah which is made it um, better
5: which was when i started playing it that was when i picked up my ps5 and they just nerfed it and i was like i don't want to play this game anymore and i haven't touched it since
2: so i need to pick it back up anyway that's forza Yeah, Announce the so, game that I think is the highlight.
4: <laughs> well, this and this is the surprise drop that we alluded to at the start. It's a uh, collaboration yeah. between Tango GameWorks and Bethesda Software. Um, that it gave us Ghost. I think Tokyo. Bethesda owns Tango. Oh, I thought it was a collaboration. Okay, never mind. Do they really? Yeah,
1: yeah no, uh, they they they've published all of Tango's games. I'm pretty sure they just outright owned that studio. Huh. Um, yeah, the people that made the Evil Within and the Evil Within Two have. Which I oh, yeah it is. And it's it's a without. subsidiary
5: of Zenimax Media, so soon to be Microsoft. Yeah,
1: hmm. yeah. yeah So hey, hey, the people I anyway, made so- the Evil Within a survival horror game have decided they're going to make a mixture of rhythm and uh, character action style action game, and yeah, it actually right. it looks yeah. really fantastic. I haven't gone around to it yet because, like I said, I've been moving this week. This stealth drops the day of the arm um, directs as I was moving and. Uh, I, I've been itching to play this. I, I'm i going to go out of my way to buy it because it looks that fantastic. I'm not just going Buying to Game Pass a it. Game
5: on but Broadway. you can play it on Game Pass as a demo and then buy it if you like it. <laughs> you might hate I've, the game. I've seen
1: enough to know that I'm going to absolutely enjoy this game <sighs> and it's a cheap cheap release. It's not a full price release. It's 45 Australian dollars. 45 Australian
5: buckaroonies. You could Buc- buy a tunic for that, though.
1: <laughs> I could. What if I bought both
3: of them? Yes.
0: Yeah. You could buy a uh, half of Forspoken for that, but yeah, Forspoken uh, <laughs> Forspoken's like one hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't
1: actually. That's that's one hundred and ten. One hundred and fifteen. One hundred and
5: twenty-five. I don't know. It's way too expensive either way. Probably
1: one hundred and twenty-five with the EB Games tax. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's, it's stealth dropped, which is very
4: surprising this day and age. Usually Nintendo is pretty much the only people that do this these days. So I'll do one of those yeah, directs. This hey, so you know, you know, you know, is sort of coming out. It's, either, it's out now or it'll be out next week Do you
1: know yeah, like it? it's not a Nintendo game doing that it's usually a stealth drop of a demo yeah well, that, that,
0: that's the thing is that the, the stealth drop isn't even intentional it's just because someone forgot or someone pre-ordered it and then they
5: delayed the game and then it's still downloaded <laughs> to their Switch <laughs> anyway give me Advance Wars Nintendo fuck you <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's not coming out um, but I as, if, as someone who literally hates the fucking hype train of that and the development cycle of video games that it's like yeah cool we'll release something they'll announce a game like Grand Blue Fantasy Versus or whatever they were talking about before. It was announced in twenty sixteen and it's still out yet. Yeah, what's the fucking point? Um,
1: yeah, no, I just it's don't understand games that want are like market too far it. ahead. Yeah, Done. I do understand
4: you wanna market it and have that sort of lead up and excitement for it. But just Shadow drop the game, everybody go play it. And from what I understand, everybody's fucking loving this game. Like what's funny to me is. Yeah, the- no,
1: everyone I that I follow on Twitch um picked up this game and streamed it the day it came out. Mm. Like the, the moment it was available, everyone jumped on Twitch and started streaming this. And from what I've seen, everyone absolutely adores this game. It's it's such a weird mix of um you wouldn't expect a rhythm game to Uh, to lean itself well into an action game because action games usually have a lot of, like, uh, mashing to get certain attacks out or um, a lot of freeform um, uh, actions per minute in some cases. Like, you you can really work out your controller and get a lot of, like, really stylish things going. While this is more, hey, take a little bit of time, match the rhythm of the game's soundtrack. All the animations, like tune themselves to run up with the beats of the songs in the background. So the um, character's walk cycle will actually like shift to go slower or faster so that the footsteps hit on the beat. Um, Your first attack in a combo, if you press it off beat, um, the actual landing of attack will line up with the beats so that the combo will go with the beat properly. It's a lot of things were done to like keep it into a rhythm games st- sort of style.
5: Mm. There's a lot of games that, well, not a lot of games, but there's a number of games that do very similar things. And I've played a couple of them, and honestly, all of them play really well. Like they're just a fun game yeah, to play. Like once you get into the rhythm of things, like not no pun intended, they're really really fun. So I've got it downloaded. Yeah, and it's it, but usually sure things that
1: are like platformers or something like platformers will have platforms move with the beat of the music, or you've got um. The the Crypt of the Necrodancer, yeah. which is like yeah, which is like a dungeon crawler a little bit. There's
5: a game called uh, Bullets Per Minute, which is uh, BPM, and that was uh, yep. Yep. that was a shooter. It's, that was uh, you, and there's it's one other game hype. in this
1: in this particular style <laughs> that HiFi Rush is doing. In that it was um, oh god, I'm actually forgetting the name. I mentioned it on our chats a while ago. Jet Set Radio. While you're trying to
0: think of it. <laughs> While, while, while you're trying to think of it, I just looked it up because uh, this game looks fairly interesting to me as well. Um, not that I'd buy it immediately, but I'm keeping more of an eye on it. But uh, similar to games that uh, that I currently have or have played, uh, Geometry Dash makes sense. It's a mm. rhythm game like the Impossible game. Uh, the other one that Steam is saying is similar, Nier Automata. What? <laughs> ah,
1: interesting. I mean, it is an action game like that. It's an anime art style, no, I guess. No, but it's... <laughs>
0: Yeah it's just it's just kind of interesting that cuz I own Crypt of the NecroDancer I own all these other sorts of rhythm games and Steam's like no 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 you know what I'm nah, matter. Matter. Yeah. interesting what, what was funny about this in the, the trailer for me was it was
5: like, make it from the evil within brackets, really. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then they were like, and evil within too. I'm like, isn't that kind of just, you know, redundant at this point?
1: And <laughs> there you go, yeah. They they also have in the brackets that it is a redundant it's point. redundant point, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the one thing I want to say, actually, as well, is that the dialogue uh, and the way that the trailer is cut is like really bad, bad and quippy and literally is, starts yeah. off with a record scratch, so this is how ha- uh, this is me. Uh, this is how I got into this situation, kind of setup, and it's awful. But then actually getting into the game, it's nothing like that. It's just kind of like pure charm
2: and uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like not not cringe, um, but that's it's, sort it's of awkward. Like, it's cringe.
1: It
5: just reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. It sort of reminds you.
1: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it's got Pilgrim and like um two thousands to two thousand and tens Carter Network
3: shows, yeah,
5: yeah. Mm. which is definitely sort of the vibe they were going for, I think. Which is yeah. really cool. They also have a, a streamer mode, which is good. But so you said, do you watch a lot of the streamers? But the songs in the non-streamer mode, well, every single one of these I know, and every single one of these slap. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to it. So there's Nine Inch Nails. There's two Nine Inch Nails songs, Black Keys. Prodigy, The Joy Formidable, Number Girl, Wolfgang Gartner for Wolfgang's Fifth Symphony, and Swan, honestly, which is, like, that's a weird mix of songs to start with, but every single one of them slaps, so I'm kind of (laughs) keen. I've heard really good things about the Nine Inch Nails intro song, too, so I'm I'm pretty keen to play No, Straight
1: Roads was the game I was thinking of. It's a a very similar, like, rhythm action game based around music, but it's more of an indie style game, so it's it doesn't have as much of a budget but it still also looks like a fantastic game that i need to try out at some point
2: yeah this looks so good yeah. though yeah and that's
1: it that
2: was the xbox developer
4: direct i hope they do no oh, no I that was it. redfall oh i don't really care about it it just seems like left 4 dead but
5: i, at home. I um, i'm
4: kind of keen for redfall i I'm not I'm not like
5: sold on it, but it They, looks they spent good. too
1: long on Redfall. It felt like nah, they spent it's... like 20 minutes on this. Nah,
5: they spent way too long on uh, Elder Scrolls Online just to go back to it again at the end
1: for like another hour.
5: <laughs> no, nah, Red, Redfall looks okay. So if you're not familiar with Redfall, it's uh, like a Left for Dead style game, but in an open world rather than in uh, levels that you run through. And you're...
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's what the game is. Yeah.
5: Well, I, honestly, I, I can't see it being bad. Like, if it's, if it's an open world, you run through like... You do a mission, you run through the areas and then you go back into the open world to run to the next mission area and you have your objectives and there was a whole bunch of like, you know, collectible different weapons, blah, 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 I think it showed that it looked pretty good or like ways to skill up and modify your weapons, I think it might have been actually. Um, I-, I-, I can see it being It could
1: fun. be fine, but I think this style of game works better in the Left 4 Dead level by level style. I, I yeah. don't I- know. I think because
0: it's doing... I, I think Left 4 Dead had a really good formula going with the formulaic uh, approach to like a linear level with um, putting a lot of detail into particular levels that you play and replay. Mm. If this, this game has a crafting
1: it, system, it's it's automatically it losing two system.
0: points. Doing doing an open world to me was done by as a good formula by um, Dying Light, which also had good multiplayer.
2: Yeah,
5: I I don't know. I'm I'm really in two minds about it. Like the actual idea and concept and gameplay look fun to me but the actual characters and world setting looks cringe <laughs> so uh, i'm I'm kind of torn like i i can see it being like don't get me wrong i don't think it'll be amazing but i think it'll be really fun to play with a group it'll of be friends perfect game for like for game a day. Pass. yeah it'll be a perfect game for yeah. game pass where honestly even for like 40 50 bucks <laughs> i would still probably pick it up and give it a proper go but
1: I like yeah. how I'm saying that with a tinge of irony, and then Josh just takes it up with sincerity. No, it
5: is, though. Like, it's, it's a game that I'll pick up. It's exactly like Back for Blood, where I'll pick it up and go, yeah, this was really fun. All right, I've done it all now. I don't want to touch it again. And that's exactly what it's going to be. Whereas Left 4 Dead had a, it had a good enough core gameplay loop, and the levels were intricate and interesting enough, like you said, that you could replay that with friends. Nothing's really hit
2: that mark. So if they're gonna do like an open world story based driven kind of thing, then I'm fine with it. Like I'll give it a go. Anyway, yeah, that's Redfall. Yeah, neat. That was it. That's it. That's everything. Um,
1: Do 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 we do we also want to cap this off like this whole Xbox journey with what's been added to Game Pass?
4: Might as well. Uh, Do we really need to? There's a couple Uh, of games worth mentioning. Yeah, there's all the games worth mentioning. Um. So, there's uh, the GoldenEye 007 game came out yesterday,
1: I believe. Yep. On One, Xbox one of the greatest FPSs ever made. Yeah, it probably does not hold up.
4: Um, there's a game it's called RoboQuest. Sounds, sounds like
1: someone that got uh, killed by Oddjob one too many times. I don't know what that is. I didn't <laughs> uh, play that game. Um, so, Age of Empires uh, two.
4: 2. The Definitive Edition is coming Hell to yeah, Xbox. What a great game. Um, like, for controller support, which is interesting because it's been on PC for the longest time there's uh, uh Inklunati, never heard of that game, blah blah blah. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R. Mwah, the, the, re-
1: the remake of a fighting game that they decided they were going to add a season pass onto. Mm. Yep, but that's, that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> actually there is a game pass story I wanted to add in here, like real quick, like I, Are you, so exactly I've just seen a lot it. of people I've I've seen a lot of people like um kind of talk about this in bad faith, but I kinda of think this is a fine idea. Um, apparently what they're going to want to do now is offer, um, buying the DLC packs for games that are on Game Pass. So, um, uh, Redfall has like a season, like a deluxe edition. So instead of paying like, I think it's like 90 US dollars for the game and the, like the deluxe perks, you just pay 30, uh, US dollars. And if you have Game Pass, you get the base game. And that $30 gives you all of the deluxe edition stuff?
2: Pretty sure that's on top already a it. thing. I'm
5: pretty sure I you can do know. that on on PC at least already.
2: Yeah, uh, it's, yeah
1: it's, it's, I've seen sure. it pop up like it was a new thing, so no, I've, I've I'm not 100% DLCs sure on that, but
3: before. it's Forza, yeah, I think it was.
1: It, it just seems like a fine thing to do where it's like, no, if you have the if you have Game Pass and this game is coming out for it... You can, I, I think it's like a pre-order thing. Like you could buy a DLC if it, the game was already out, but now it's like, if you want this game, but you're not going to buy the whole game, you're just going to play it through Game Pass. Here's the Deluxe Edition key as a pre-order.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain that I bought the Forza. No, I know for a fact I bought Forza Horizon 5 DLC um, without buying Forza Horizon 5. So it's definitely a thing, but yeah, maybe they've changed something about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, like the whole concept is a bit weird to me, because you'll lose the access to uh, you lose the base game to access the DLC, so it's kind of yeah. like a should they yeah, refund it? you don't have Game Pass kind of anymore, you're ever?
1: losing access to something you paid for. Well, not more. even
5: if you don't have Game Pass anymore, that's, that's not the biggest problem for me, because if you're not having Game Pass, it's your decision, but if they remove a title from Game Pass and you have DLC for that, it's uh, it's kind of in bad faith yeah, almost, you're right. it is yeah, bit- that, yeah. That
1: is a weird ground to stand on, but also, this is a Microsoft game, so I don't think it'd ever get taken off Game Pass. No, but like
5: for other things, like, yeah, yeah, like who knows, Hot Wheels, for example, was not that was being added? I'm sure there'll be a lot more DLC
2: for that. So, if you bought DLC for that game and then they removed that from Game Pass, you'd be pretty shitty, anyway. Uh, yeah, the only other game, they're
5: adding uh, Grid Legends to Cloud and Darkest Dungeon, which is an upcoming game
2: that looks quite good, actually, coming to Cloud, console, and PC. Yeah, there's like a bunch of other games as well. Um, but yeah, that's it. Game Boss Bros. We're winning. Uh, that's it. That takes us to the end of
4: the news. That's it. I can't think of a good segue, Pat, so that you'll I'll uh, leave that in your very capable hands.
0: <laughs> Great. Well, that's no uh-huh. pressure. Uh, Hopefully no one has any questions about how good I am at segways Because we have a question for the audience to answer Boom, nailed it, don't worry about it Um, A question that, I think this was Seth's idea
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll take credit for it
0: (laughs) Cool, Uh, you didn't put a funny name at the end of it though So am I just reading this and just doxing your full name or
2: Hold on
1: (laughs) You're
0: gonna bring Brack Room Giant, aren't you?
3: There. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Jeez, uh, I don't want to I read that. that one. In good conscience
2: say that. <laughs> right, you have to do it then, Pat. There. Yeah, that that'll that, that that'll do. That'll do. Um right, so uh Seph's uh
0: audience question What question for the audience stamp, it's actually an interesting title. Um uh basically. It's, it's, it's a new year. It's kind of a, a new season. If, if you're keeping track, don't. Uh, but we want to know what sort of content do to, to, to you want to see? Um, this definitely isn't a let's see who's alive out there and how many people actually listen to this.
1: <laughs> um, like, comment, uh, and subscribe. <laughs> definitely <laughs> or, or do those things. leave a comment on the Spotify comments because I'll add this question down there as well. So I can hmm. manually do Spotify that. that. Spotify <laughs> comments? Spotify comments?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, a new oh, part of the podcasting right. platform.
5: Ah,
4: never heard of it. Man, never heard of Spotify. Wow. You know they've got the internet <laughs> on computers now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, Have you Roger, heard of the wife? Anyway, Ro- Roger, Roger the wife beater rabbit asks. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's the, the, the other part was what he had a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Jim you really were fine moments. with the middle it was just the first and last words that were a problem
0: yeah I, I vomited a little in my mouth when I thought about saying those together um, <laughs> uh, question for the audience what other type, uh, what what type of sci content would you like to see from us would you like to see us play some party games um, online card games or do more movie and TV or anime well it can't be anime that should be banned wow. um, focused uh, podcast episodes uh, let us know in the comment section um, Thanks, Roger Do you Abbott. want to see Patrick uh, yeah, uh, jump into
5: a Monster Hunter top tier and then go in naked and try and win? Do you know, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we can do a
5: hot tub, Mario Party.
0: Oh, sorry. I, th- I thought you meant like a review thing because I would absolutely <laughs> sit here naked just unhinged <laughs> ranting into a microphone for yeah. 10 hours.
1: You want know just Just because uh, Patrick hates it so much, I think we should force him to do a Chainsaw Man podcast. I don't
0: think we should do that at all. I don't all. think we should do that. That's a crazy good idea,
1: Seth. <laughs> Man, Chainsaw Man was crazy good this week. Want to talk about How those good. 20 chapters of the manga that came out?
0: Absolutely not. I mean,
1: 20 pages of the chapter. You guys are going to say but 20 don't
0: chapters?
1: That's not happen at all. We, we, in fact, skipped a week of the, uh, the manga last week. It, it's, it's, it's been rough out here in these waters.
0: <laughs> Come on,
1: man. I need to see Arsa be the worst fail woman ever. All right, wrap it
0: up we just t-
1: no, get out of here
0: <laughs> uh but yeah no do do let us know um the obviously this this is uh an ever changing format we've had a couple of experiments with varying degrees of success so it, it, yeah it would be good to know what uh what what the what the folks want and we like the free market will provide it <laughs> uh but off of the back of that that takes us to the end of episode 57 uh yeah any Probably not worth trying to tease anything. I don't think there's anything immediate next week that people can look forward to.
4: I'm playing Fire Emblem. That's cool. I'll
1: do just, okay, they, uh, they uh, will not care about that. I'll do the Sackboy thing since Steve asked so nicely. I didn't ask.
5: I will attempt to play more just of Sackboy. Zach.
0: <laughs> I will,
1: know and I'll I'll play will more
5: try and
0: stay away from King Triton and Atlantis. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this this takes us to the end of episode fifty-seven for the Foster Lounge. Thank you so much for listening. I've been I've been Patrick, and I've been joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Happy birthday to that guy's wife. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs>